0: Hey everyone, this is Joe from Thunk Tank Podcast. Thanks for joining us here today. If you're a first-time listener, then welcome. If you're a returning listener, then you know what you're in for. Today, our episode is about higher education. So we explore a pretty wide range of topics regarding college and university organization and trying to discuss really what the the purpose and identity of a university should be and how that uh, maybe has changed a lot over time over the years. So. I come at that with the perspective of a college professor myself. And then, of course, we have uh, other perspectives as well. Um, So I think it's a pretty interesting spread based on our own experiences. And, of course, beer, fine craft beer that we bring to the table on this conversation. So, yeah, I would say our best episode ever. Um, Once again, it it seems like every episode, it's, it's the next best episode ever. So you should definitely give this one a listen. Of course, if you have ideas and comments of of your own, please uh, add those. Um, You can comment, like, share, subscribe, whatever on here. Also on YouTube. Also, do check out our Patreon page because we have extra bonus episodes, Thunk Tank, Drunk Tank episodes. So yeah, definitely check that out. For a small contribution, you get access to some pretty entertaining content. I mean, all our content is entertaining, but that's extra entertaining. So... Uh, give it a gander. It's definitely worth a gander. If you haven't gotten your gandering in recently, that's a good place to get it done. So, um, you can find that at, uh, patreon.com slash thunk tank podcast. Other than that, enjoy the episode. And if you have any suggestions, recommendations of new episodes that you want us to tackle in the near future, you know, send us a message or, or comment on one of the episodes. We'd be happy to hear from you. But again, other than that, enjoy the show and we'll see you guys there.
1: Attention humans. This is a thunk tank. Please insert this podcast directly into your nearest orifice for viewing pleasure.
2: Okay, you ready? Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the thunk tank. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the thunk tank. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, there you go. Welcome to, come into our come into our thunk tank. <laughs> Luke, don't switch to (laughs) the other peanuts! (laughs) Welcome to the thunk tank. Come in the tank, we're thinking, and we're thinking, (laughs) (laughs) and we're thunked,
3: and we're thunked. Oh my god, I'm probably more beer than man if we go far enough back at this point. (laughs)
0: of that
2: like on a spectrum and a lot of times it's just like all right boom we're live even close
1: okay but i guess uh, (laughs) live well but we're already talking about it like
2: oh i know i'm just saying like this is where i'll use to edit it boom we're live
1: Uh, joe welcome (laughs) us to the
2: thunk tank
0: (laughs) welcome to the thunk tank on today's on this week's episode
3: higher education
1: how to get around uh bots that will tell if you're plagiarizing
3: Well, my question is, the amount of work it would take to trick the bot, would it just be less time-intensive to write a paper? Like, how good is that paper going to be if it's tricking a bot? It's about what
2: kind of time you're spending. It's fun to figure out how to trick a bot. It's not fun to write a paper on economics, probably. Well,
1: and also, it's like, how many many individual ways can you really write about how Catching the Rye is about... You know, underage sex. Like, oh, you you
0: can write it in a gajillion different ways. Just most of them aren't that good.
1: Yeah, so I imagine that a lot of them sort of like siphon into a similar verbiage. So you know
0: that the, I I've I've actually vernacular. had to deal with that claim before, where students say, "Well, there was this. no other this. way." Well, no, there was no other way to write this, and I was like, what, "Really? Like the whole paper? You just happened to write it like?" this website did and they're like yeah there's no other way to write about this i read that website
3: and i was like damn it those those are my thoughts now like i can't oh no 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 no, no. it wasn't that they
0: that they read the website it's they'll tell you that like oh i just happened to write it the same way because that's the only way to make that type of argument about that that book and it's like okay uh you're still failing so so part of this
2: uh higher ed i think thing will be about how fucking stupid students are for sure (laughs)
0: I mean, it comes up, you but, know, um, from time
2: to time. let's just get our, our beer that we're drinking out of the way. We've been good with that the past few episodes. We've, like, gotten right to the beer thing, which is, <laughs> but, I think, a central explanation for those of you listening why we are who we are. It's a frame of reference for what the quality of the cast is all about. Not uh, in a necessarily bad way. Or good way. Or good way. It's just, just
3: an is way. Yeah, it's about putting things in context It's up. It's open to
0: interpretation. Yeah. yeah.
3: So are, um, are you, so drinking, are you drinking anything, Joe? Yeah.
0: I am not drinking anything right now because I'm getting Ooh, over being you pretty on the, sick. You
1: on that Ambien, bro?
0: No, You're I'm on... Roseanne out? I'm on... I'm. A, oh my God, Roseanne. We'll <laughs> too get soon. To that. Too yeah. soon. Oh man. Yeah. We, we'll have to get into Roseanne. No, I'm just on the quills. Daykill, cool, night quill. Oh, so you're Joe kill.
3: You, so you got a buzz going. There's alcohol in that. It counts. Oh, I got got a. C- I got a buzz Krill. going. Yeah. That count, but, <laughs> That counts as thunkin'. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So all right. I guess we will talk about got? the beers we're drinking. We just uh, cracked a crowler. We just
1: kicked a crowler.
3: <laughs> we, yeah. We just. We're almost done with this crowler from Joymongers, uh, which is a little brewery in Greensboro, North Carolina. And Winston Salem and they uh, it was their oatmeal stout so i just saw a nice it was my classic setup stout. beer i always have a beer while setting up and it
2: like freaks me out cuz like i forget to like pay attention and taste it cuz i'm like which holes which wires and which bullshit this and that so i feel mm-hmm. bad i kind of forgot to like stop for a second and then like pay attention and taste it
3: yeah i like when it warms up
2: i get this almost like dark cherry taste i'm going to do that nice. on, it does it get better as it gets warmer I think all dark beers tend to
3: get to serve too cold in the the States. I love that. What was that stout? I don't know if
2: you have it offhand, Johnny. Uh, uh, Monday night, we did a drunk tank, um, (laughs) and you gave us... The Southwards, the Casita Cerveceria?
1: It's a collab between Casita Cerveceria and and Hill Farmstead. No, it's not.
3: It's a contract brew out of there. It wasn't a collab. He just brewed it there. Okay. Cause he, it
0: that's, sounds, it sounds whatever. like they I think that's had part a good wh- time together. Isn't that all that really matters? Actually,
3: I don't know because that's the last one he <laughs> brewed there before relocating to North Carolina, and he, I think he does it out of uh, Duck uh, Duck Rabbit now in Farmville. Wow. So. Um, I, I don't know, maybe they had a fight or he just moved. What? A lot of drama in the beer world. I don't know, why would you leave Hill Farmstead if, if you're making beer there and making good beer that's selling? Why would you relocate? Well, he was
1: working for them, now he's doing his own thing.
3: I heard there was some Roseanne-level
2: tweeting going on, so maybe that had something
0: to I do with it. I think
3: that's how the rift started. That's, that's a yeah. thing now, here. yeah. So, uh, that was a really good stout.
2: Sorry you're not drinking, Joe. Uh that's on you though. Yeah, we're not. I didn't
0: drink. say that I'm not going to drink. I just said I'm not drinking at the moment. Weak because
1: immune system.
0: Because I've been I know I, I was like that's why I couldn't join you guys the other night cuz I was like very very sickly, but you know what they say the best cure for a head cold is? Whiskey. Oh shit, I didn't hot, even think hot, of whiskey.
1: Hot toddies, man.
0: Yeah.
2: And I might mean, I might do a cold toddy and whiskey. Yeah. What Just what happened to your uh, whiskey vitamin C like emergency theory?
1: Oh my god, that sounds incredible!
2: I fucked up. I did it too late. I was already sick, dude. Yeah, that's that's a thing that you do to get
3: ahead of the curve. Not that's, that's a headed off at the pass. Yeah,
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. So so for for frame of reference, that's what I do when I start to think I'm getting the flu. Is I drink, I chug an emergency, and I don't know, probably three shots of whiskey, and that's always done the trick. So that happened over the winter, where I think. Uh, you got it. Three of my four closest family mm-hmm. members got the flu and I was the only one who didn't.
2: Oh, I was, I was at your one. house at that at that time, remember?
0: Yeah, I was the only one pounding emergencies and whiskey, so Me too. Yeah.
2: Like every yeah. time my throat started to feel a little weird, I would just gurgle whiskey and then like chug an
3: emergency and go to bed.
0: Yeah. It's <coughs> like <coughs> shit in the mint, you're good to go.
3: Shit in the mint, yeah. Yeah, the vitamin C is like the front line, and the whiskey is like what you give to the troops so they'll charge in against. No, I the was going to say right. that whiskey is the front line. It just goes right to like that spot in your throat that might be getting
2: a little bacteria, and yeah. it's just like floods it before they build a, a defensive yeah, the, colony. The whiskey, See, yeah, the whiskey. That's is like biology.
0: The these these are the
1: important things <laughs> that they won't teach <laughs> you in college.
2: Oh, Kara, that's a good segue.
3: That's why your nickname's Kara Segway. So I don't know. I think right I learned man. how to be sick and like know. without medicine at that age. You don't have any money. Whether you're in college, you learn to be like constantly hungover without medicine. That's
0: which is
2: kind of like being
0: sick.
3: Uh, You're you're also like, uh, I can't afford to go to a doctor, and it's not that bad. You know, you start doing that. Matt, I went to the doctor once. Get over this. I think
2: in undergrad, yeah, because I had like a cold that kept getting worse, and then I was like, Am I am I cool or am I gonna die? Like, just sort this out for me. They gave me cough medicine
0: i would love to just like <laughs>
2: hear hear luke going through a doctor's appointment visit yeah so like what, i hate what interacting I,
3: like, with doctors or- <laughs> like i just they're snake oil salesmen i tell you some of them are dude I, um, i've been in situations like that yeah i think their problem is they spend too much time in school and they don't spend enough time in the real i world.
0: think the problem is they spend too much time at pharmaceutical rep dinners getting no paid that's, off like, to that's pretty sell medicine. pretty
1: illegal now
0: uh, no, no, uh, there's it happens ways. all the time still, yeah there's ways
3: to make it work
0: that's a huge industry no they do that at, uh, I, I know places where they do something
3: that something happens about you know, like they got in trouble for bring, buying them lunch at work like bringing fancy yeah. food to the office or taking them out to lunch or just showing up with a bunch of free food and so they just you know it's like oh well we can't talk bu- you know we can't talk business in the building so we'll yeah, just meet across the dinner. street at the bar and we'll I'll bribe you yeah. there kind of thing right
0: yeah well no I'll just buy you a fancy dinner like enjoy my drugs Right. What's wrong, what's wrong with that? Everybody wins.
3: Just remember the name of our drugs. They're not saying prescribe it to people, but just remember who bought you the steak when it comes to prescribing Exactly, time. yeah. So, Joe, right. we're going to go around,
2: like, uh, each of us just give, like, an opening statement on, like, uh, you're, you're just, like, if you had two minutes to tell the world what you think of higher education.
1: Or, or do you mean your interaction, your history yeah. with higher ed?
2: Both. I mean, probably it would be... Your hot take. Your history, but. Yeah, we want your hot take, too. But, but I mean, it doesn't yeah. have to be one thing. Just like, give us the, 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 the cheat sheet. Yeah, fair enough. I like that.
0: Oh, me? You want to go first? Sure. So, as an instructor of higher education. Oh, uh, I, I like this have, character. Hmm. I, I'm not, I'm not, yeah, I can't sustain that. But I actually am an
3: instructor of higher education, I guess. Um, You should, you should, anytime you add, I guess it undercuts it. I'm HIV free, I guess. (laughs) Like, see, that just way (laughs) undercuts it, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, fair enough. (laughs) Uh, Well, the reason I say that, though, is because at least what I teach in, because I teach writing in higher ed and uh, I'm an adjunct instructor. So it is tenuous in that sense, um, because it's basically the higher ed version of, you know, trying to get away with paying you as little as possible. So that's something I definitely want to talk about in more detail is getting into kind of the, um, I guess you could call it almost like outsourcing of consistent sort of like quality instruction in that sense, because um, this is something that we've seen, like especially in recent years with like college tuition. I mean, college tuition has been on the rise for uh, probably decades now. That's those are numbers that are definitely worth looking into, but um, in terms of instructor salaries, following that trend, a lot of it has sort of been um, not gutted, but like it's it's definitely not keeping up with that increase. So th- that's something that really bothers me in general. Ha- having worked in higher ed, is seeing tuition rates kind of skyrocket, where it's it's becoming less and less affordable for a lot of people, and it's becoming something much different than I think it was intended to be regardless of what you're trying sure. to study. And, um, yeah, I mean, in the case of adjuncts, that's something I, I definitely have a lot of insight on, being one. So I think that's something definitely worth talking about because that's something where I think, I think students are getting cheated a lot on. You know, if you look at what instructors, certain instructors are paid versus adjunct instructors and especially what, like, administrators are paid – Right, compared to and like you know a- across all sorts of levels, whether they're like educational admin or like service admin, that sort of thing, it's just it's it's all over the map in terms of inconsistency. So
2: isn't it often the case that that the the tenured professor is doing less work and the adjuncts who get paid shit are doing like everything to sustain a no. a department?
1: I mean, they do uh, a lot, but like you th- you think that the tenured people will be publishing more?
2: Yeah, that that really depends on the department for sure.
0: I uh, know well, uh, a lot
1: the, of them get this, away with murder. Like too. you
2: would think, like oh, they're going to be doing a lot of research then, but they're just on sabbatical every three years and like they barely yeah. teach and and I, that's sort of the
0: that's guess, sort of the problem. Guess yeah, is balancing that's that. That's
1: a difference between our fields because that would not happen in my field. At so, all. Well, Speaking I think t- I
0: think it's different in every field for sure. Like if you like talking to people in other. Departments, it's like, yeah, some of them are like what they do, like research-wise, it's like integral to like what the university is doing, right? Whereas other departments, um, it's more like what they're doing is providing like service or like their publications are more like for prestige or something like that. So it's definitely different by each department. They sort of have different – different goals in that sense for w- sure
1: were we gonna start the debate because that seems like what we're doing oh no we go i meant around? like
2: carrie you give us your like if we each have a, a map of yeah. what we want to hit we'll make sure to hit it
1: yeah oh my turn yeah, yeah so what sure. what was yeah, your
2: angle it. on this because we all like we're really down to do one okay. on this topic so
1: all right so i i mean joe are you comfortable saying that you have a an mfa and that's your and you're a professor
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. That's okay. fine.
1: So that's Joe's definition. My definition would be that I've been in higher ed for 12 years. Um, I have three degrees. I've been to four different universities, uh, <laughs> enrolled, and then spent time at three others, uh, you know, a significant amount of time. So usually fellowship or semi-program or something like that. And I completely disagree with the way that the U.S. higher ed is set up. Um, uh, I've spent one of those my um, my doctorate was from a school in Scotland so uh, that's where that's my platform where I'm coming from I think the um, I think a lot of universities in the US are a money-grabbing scam and uh, I think my my stance is that the majority of humans either should not go to college at all or should not go at 18 years old
3: although your school's your school in Scotland was like twice as old as the oldest American school, so they might have it figured out a little better. That's all I'm saying. But you meant more of like a system fair wide enough. problem, right?
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, that's fair enough, Luke. Um. Well, I I guess the the one angle I have is being a participant in it. Um. Where I got my master's, it's very easy to just transition and and keep getting a doctorate. Like I would say, many many people do it. Um. But the only reason most people do it as 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 far as I've surveyed is uh to get a job. It's not necessarily for the value of the degree. Like, oh, I'm doing this to learn or, or to grow my character or whatever. It's often just to get in the door for applications to jobs. Same. So I, I hate that idea of like it just being a piece of paper. Yep. And then the other angle I had was just um what some call a system-wide problem, what some say is a minority problem, but just the problem on, on campus uh, with, with um, an orthodoxy of, of uh, political viewpoints that shuts out anything balanced. It seems to be shutting out what I think is a, a core value of education, which is challenging your ideas, trying to think of things from different perspectives. Having um, a wide variety of viewpoints to attack difficult problems, and just not pretending like, you know, just because you read a little bit of Marx that you've figured out how to fix the world, the world's problems. Um, so all these SJW type things, you know, we covered a lot of that in our politics episode, and I wrote a lot about it in that Luke Manifesto politics <laughs> Luke blog. manifesto. So. Honestly, yeah. I felt so much more mentally healthy since I got those thoughts. Out of my head, because now I don't have to carry them around. I just have to like look back at that, and be like, "Oh yeah, that's how I think about this." Thing. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's why
0: I'll never be able to work at Google. Yeah, yeah. That, oh, <laughs> that, well,
2: that, that, yeah. <laughs> so I, I just definitely want to hit a little bit on the the politics for sure.
3: Yeah, definitely. And there's a lot there for sure. Um, well, I have the least uh, experience with higher education, but is also
1: here. definitely one of the smartest among us.
3: Uh, well, I don't know about that. But uh, oh, the I, most genius for I, sure. I almost got an associate's degree. Uh, from. Uh, uh, yeah, that didn't happen. <laughs> uh, and I just, you know, let's call it non traditional from my background, is what I ended up doing. But uh, yeah, I just, I, I, I don't really, from the outside, it looks psychotic. I feel like there's some normal that, That's Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. People like, because even in high school, it didn't make sense to me. Like, I, I didn't know what I wanted to do or like I didn't I didn't want to like spend all the money to do it I just didn't get it and then like when I took a break you know that I'm still in from from classes like seeing everyone else around me and just that kind of like you know like this, some like a big part of their life that they they can't stand and they they' like they do it maybe anyways. even regret yeah or or it's or like- they, or the the opposite they they're so into it and they value it so much and it's like i i like I don't think that's that great either like uh, you know, someone who gets you know into a few or something, where they get real excited about it, and, but like, kind of to the exclusion of other stuff. I don't know. I just felt like I guess if there's something I wanted to cover is how when I left school, I didn't really feel like I had a good alternative because when you're young, you either go to school, you get a job in this country. Yeah, in this country, either you, you either go to college after high school or you get a job or you don't. You fuck up. Like those are your three options. There's really um, well, that, that's certainly what they make it feel like, mean, right? There's like, like apprenticeships right? and things like that you can do and mentorship type things, but those all cost money and you got to move and like, you know, if you don't have money for school, you don't have money for moving costs well, and, and cost of living and all so this other many, stuff. So
1: many things that should be apprenticeships are not. That too. Now you, so need, now you need three degrees.
3: Something I, yeah, I would like to, I, maybe a, ta- a skill I could have learned if I just did for a couple of years. And then but that's the trick it, is you have, to, you have to know that you want to do that then. Th- yeah, that's the thing, But right? I just felt like I didn't really have... Which, I had to f- try to figure it out. It's a default
1: Which move for why... a lot of
2: people at, coming out of high school. Yeah. They don't know what to do, but every adult in their life tells them, well, well you should definitely at least start college. Well, but, that way you don't screw up your whole life and fall that, through the cracks. But, but, but
0: that's but, what... But, That's why it made sense before college tuition put you in debt like $80,000 to get a bullshit undergrad degree. And you used to be able to just go to school and figure it out.
1: The complex starts even before college. Like We're going to talk about universities. We're going to talk about higher ed mostly tonight. But it starts in high school because high schools their reputation goes off of where they send kids to, to college. And so oh, I, I yeah. had the grades easily to get into Cornell, but I visited, I didn't like it. I, um, I wasn't hundred percent sure on what I wanted to do. And so the idea of going and getting a bachelor's in biology, which meant nothing to me as a seven, I went into college at 17, you know, um, and so I chose not to apply. And my, uh, guidance counselor was furious. He, yeah, I he believe was, that he called me in every week trying to convince me to apply to to bigger, better schools. It's not like and they get a
2: bonus, right? But you're just saying, no, but they, they do they, not like a maybe literal bonus, so, maybe, but they maybe get they like no, but, encouraged to just encourage everyone to go to class. Well, college.
1: I have a really good, uh, Minded. I have a really good example <laughs> about that is that my sister was valedictorian of her class, and my parents are. Loser. I'm sure. I'm sure they could have found a way to make it work, but my sister, um, my sister, applied to Yale, but chose to go to a state school because um, because because then we, we could you know better afford to send the younger two children to other colleges because she didn't get a full ride or anything, and so yeah. uh, the principal was at a um, a yard sale. Which my parents just happened to also be at, and there was a, there was a couple that were t- thinking about moving into town, and they found him and they cornered him, and they were like, "We're thinking about moving here, but we're really really uncertain because why didn't your valedictorian go to an Ivy?" And he was like, "Well, she's going. She's going to this private school. It's the. I mean, she's going to this public school. It's the best one in the one of the best ones in the state. She's she's highly intelligent. She knows what she's going to be doing." And and the the family basically told him, "We're not moving to your district because your valedictorian didn't go to an Ivy."
3: That's uh, you I don't mean, want those. people. And
1: that happens on Long Island. I don't want all those people in my community in pla- everywhere. Though.
3: Someone that values this the place based on that, like such well, results. Like they are that's uh, such a okay, tourist the, mentality. The secretary of
1: education shit. is pushing charter schools, which is the exact same thing. Well,
3: now we're jumping around a lot. Like I, charter schools definitely suck let, let let me just because i feel like we're mostly going to
2: bash higher ed i just want to no i love it they pay, give it give a few salary. statistics on it's like just, it's it fucking sucks like the positives of education because obviously it's like most things are going to be good things and bad things um yeah. i am gonna i read a stat to today that was um 68 of, of people in u.s prisons didn't graduate from high school that, that was just yeah. interesting to me, like the majority of people in prison yeah. are are th- didn't get that lowest level of education. Um, and then yeah, there's that. also stats yeah. of like each level of degree you get, the median e- income is significantly higher. So the median okay. income in the US is like 40, it's in between 40 and 50,000. And then if you don't have a high school degree, the median income is like 21,000.
1: I think I read your thing.
2: Um, the but, all the and then when you person. get a PhD, it jumps up like to median like sixty something like that, okay. which is still not that high, right?
1: No, but you have to question that. You can't just. I'm sure that that's true. I'm sure that it is, but it's. I'm bo- not sure, but it, <laughs> well, I, well no, but there's a I, correlation. I, for I, sure. I read. I read your report. I read the article that you cited, but we have to question why that is. So here's my thing, right? bachelors are a dime a dozen at this point. There is like no single men. <laughs> <laughs> um, what? We've got at least one in the room. Um, but, uh, Worf. Oh,
3: oh, oh the dog. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait, is she breaking but up with me?
0: I'm,
1: I'm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a really to tell you.
3: I'm starting my own splinter cast.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um,
3: that would jazz it up. That would get me excited as a listener. <laughs> yeah. And Ooh. then she stays on the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Johnny's just got tank podcast. We do
2: live divorces.
1: Say, <laughs> 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 so Johnny and Jeannie, How about Kara Jin? Um, for people oh who are man. too
2: scared to divorce on their own, they can do it with our support on air.
0: <laughs> well, they can do it by proxy. Like Johnny and Kara will step in their place right. and just like play it out for them. Oh, that but would be fun.
1: We'll divide up your assets. Yeah, I'm really good them. at If someone wants to
3: explain their case to me... I'll take all
1: your dogs. Don't, don't worry. You won't have to worry about who they go to. Um, and they'll be like, "This is that's, not, really that's really not what we're
3: role. doing here, but no, We'll my, check with legal. I think it's fine. So
1: my thing with bachelors, and I'm going to extrapolate to PhDs too, being in a field where you know, a lot of jobs will say requirement. So many jobs do not require a bachelor's degree in practice. But on paper, they say they do because everybody has a fucking bachelor's degree. So if you're getting 100 applicants, why would you not throw out the 20 that don't? And that's totally and that's carry. bullshit. So that's why they make more because you there's it's that co- competition. And the same thing with now, at least in, in my field of science that you know there's there's so many jobs that um if unless your phd is something that's too convoluted or you don't have enough experience in what they want you to and some some places are cool and they'll just be like oh you know that's not needed because you have the skills they'll throw out any application that doesn't and so that's why I question that to statistic. It's a system that itself too. I'm sure it's true. Too, right? I'm sure that it's true that people with higher degrees get more money. Oh, but on, they, on but average, I don't think they, though, I don't think that they, that that needs to be a a truth. So
3: let's, do, let's just, just if, if you make more money, you probably have a degree. But just because you have a degree doesn't mean you'll make more money. Is that well, saying? yeah, it's not a it's
2: not a, a a guarantee, obviously. And it's just on average, right? Like, I don't make the average that a master's degree makes because I went I, into a master's yeah. in music, not
3: you know. Some other field. Are there? What are the other field's names? Yeah, I, I, I was <laughs> just re- thinking that, like, I've always had, f- like, fringy kind of jobs, like service jobs and stuff like that, because there's a huge swath of the economy that's off to me, like, closed off to me, and I've always worked at least one job. Like, I'm. I, it's not like I don't mind working, but when I go to apply for a new job or something or I'm moving, like... There's just so many listings of jobs like Carasan I'm qualified for. Maybe even I've done before, but you can't get your foot in the but door. I, they won't even they I, won't even look at my because uh, you're in flip flops and they're like, like, don't put your foot in our door. <laughs> when I when I, when I post socks. my resume to them, like the automatic email just deletes it. It doesn't even get a chance to get filtered by a person. Like even if I have the most spectacular reference letter from like Obama, uh, you know and uh, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger or something. That's Those are my great, two, reference like, like, two reference letters. Two reference letters. You would hire there's. that guy for like a warehouse job or something, you know? Yeah. But I, I don't even get. to the chance. they like don't that even happens. find out that you have so, Obama's rec letter. They don't even get to
2: find out. So yeah. Kara, I, I would I would agree with you that the money thing is probably true, but um, that obviously has no correlation with how intelligent someone is, whatever that means. Like I've met really dumb people who have PhDs,
1: or how studious, or how dedicated.
2: Sure, all the other things that matter for a job. And the thing you were just saying, when people walk around and like wear their degree proudly and like are so proud of the elite college or university they came from and how oh exclusive God, it rings. is, that's my first instinct like, all right, I gotta be wary of this person. Often it's just like they're wearing their university ring. And that's not a deal breaker. It's not like they're, they're definitely an asshole if they're wearing like their college ring. But it makes me a little suspicious already. Like, wait, why are you so proud of where you went? Is it like the value of, of how you learn how to think? Is it just the feeling that you're in some exclusive club and you're better than people? You know? Yeah, I feel like the ring,
3: it, it, it's okay in your 20s. or th- maybe The older you the, get, the weirder it yeah, is, if right? Yeah, you're in your 50s and you're still wearing like, you know, your state school like class ring because it was just like such an epic party year. It's like, really? Like, you should travel more, man. Like, I'm sure it was great, not to mention. But it's like, it. haven't you had kids and but, gotten married and yeah. all that
2: shit already? Like,
3: I guess that's not fair. I don't wear any jewelry, so I don't get it at well, all. Well, I would but. never wear a ring. Like. Yeah, so I, yeah. Fuck anyone who wears a ring. <laughs> it sucks. They're really uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm a bachelor. If it had magic powers, I would probably wear it. But I bet even then, if I was like, I- I'm going to bed, I don't need to be invisible, yeah. I like, would probably take it off and hide it.
1: That's when, the, that's when they come and steal it, though. Yeah, well, the no, no, I
3: have it. It turns me invisible. So like, I like how you, the your ring, ring is, is also invisible. Ring, so you just have to be really. It's it's actually a lot easier to lose it than to have it stolen.
1: Honey, where's my? Yeah, once it's off,
3: it's, it's gone. Yeah, you gotta be real careful. So here are some sneeze, of the I'll other
2: uh, stats I got, and the college one surprised me. I thought it was like way different than this, but um, so 15 percent of the U.S. population does not have a high school diploma. And only seventeen percent of the US population has earned an undergraduate degree. That seemed low to me. So you're the minority. D- does
0: that include Luke, do you know if that includes associate degrees too And like
2: No, this or is like or, or technical for, for the degrees. undergrad it yeah. it, it, yeah, it, it, it right. means you have to have done
3: like the four years and gotten a the bachelor four or something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so uh, obviously it would be way the higher this is, with this, associates. This is yeah. of all people. Yeah. So it's also counting people under 18. It's just out of the population. Yeah, U- U.S. population like and right also now. Older so people it doesn't that include currently in, 40s in college. 40s or mm-hmm. where you didn't go to college.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah, right.
3: Okay. I mean, so, it's just
2: saying U.S. population now, how many have an undergrad degree? Right, 17%. So,
3: so amongst yeah. people in your age group, though,
1: Well, and also, I'm
2: sure in,
3: in our age group it would like be way higher. 45 Yeah, there's a lot of old people that haven't
2: died yet.
1: Yeah, I was going to say 50 and above women... Like women oh, went yeah, to college, like, but not not the same as they as did is, back yeah. in the back in the sixties you know it wasn't as much a thing
2: exactly, so like it wouldn't be uh what we see as seventeen percent it's like our bubbles, our people, yeah. our age, and so it's probably more like fifty percent for people in their twenties early thirties right now you just like that number what fifty like i uh, it just like. Honestly, I thought of half of a pizza and then I said 50. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Though,
1: shout out to uh, Johnny and Joe's grandma who got her master's in the 30s.
3: Oh, yeah. 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 She killed it. She was really uh, smart, though. She skipped two. She skipped like a grade in elementary school. I think she went to college when she was like 16. Yeah. She skipped like third grade and then like like, 11th grade. So she skipped two grades at two. Like, she was too fast for the group. So they jumped her ahead and then she did it again later. And yeah. I think she got her master's. She got an undergrad, then was a nur- like a doctor nurse in the war, and then from forty five to forty seven, I think she got her master's. We have her dissertation. It's somewhere, so much more badass Florida. to get your
2: master's did you ever back read then, then, right?
1: Well, no, especially did you? yeah, a it was female. awesome.
3: I read a, a bunch uh, of it, not all of it. Yeah, oh, so I gotta I gotta look into that. Yeah, it was I really mean, cool.
1: Any anything back then? I think that um, at least at least in uh, in in mostly European universities, looking back. Um, around the times of the the two great wars um, people would just like go to college whenever they could and so there were a lot of um, reports of you, you know instead of taking like four years to complete a degree it would be like eight you know you'd like go work on the farm and then maybe your dad would die and then you'd come back whenever you could but it universities really also
3: it, like you didn't they didn't have to like I don't know I guess justify the cost or whatever but you didn't have to go to class you just not show up all semester and then show up for the test i'm like all right you passed my test there you go but it also but it also how do you feel about nothing. that nothing like I, I i what
1: how do you feel about that because i know that a lot of the grades from your a, a significant portion of the grade from your classes is attendance
0: uh, not a significant portion, but I mean, I will fail you if you don't show up well, to class. What I'm for saying sure. works
3: b- for, more for like math classes and
0: stuff. Like Why? Because you weren't there.
1: Yeah, but what if you're good enough that you didn't need to? Well, then it?
2: that comes down to Th- is then, you, is then you should
0: take it up with the university that you don't need that class. That's not my, my
2: job. Or okay. you should take it up with yourself and say, "Am I?" Um, for example, there are plenty of types of classes where it's not just about do I have the knowledge or not, right? It's not just a receiving, like a, a USB drive going into the university and downloading right. knowledge. Well, it's well, about the a experience of, class, of yeah. learning how to interact with people, communicate and, you know, hear ideas and and bounce ideas and learn how to think, right? right?
1: That That is a good segue, though, kind of into what I'd like to talk about for a big chunk about um, the value or lack thereof of taking specifically in the u.s undergrad classes that don't have to do with your major so like so you're so you so you're saying that just the experience of being there learning and and learning with maybe people that people or people as in not just professors but also your other classmates and having that experience is is worth the time and the money
2: well, I, that's a different question. I didn't say if it's worth it. I said in I, I'm in, the, in the model of a university, that should be part of of the process of learning how to think. Is it worth $50,000 to get the elite conversations at Harvard or Northwestern or something? Fuck that, right? One of the reasons those universities are so exclusive is that they, they want to – if a university let everybody in, then – you would have a lot of slow students that slow down the class because a class is like a boat that has to, like, move together. And if one part of it is just, like, getting stuck on the beach, then you never go anywhere. Also, oh, we have a dog with us. Say hi to Worf. Worf agrees, dude. Yeah, that's him. Wow, he, He he like, barked at my, like, uh, the peak of my rant, I I guess. I think he's calling
3: bullshit on you.
2: Um, But, yeah, so I I think it's not, whether it's worth the money is a great question, just, like, even more zoomed out. Um, in terms of should you take classes related to uh, your thing? I don't know. Like Maybe, maybe not. Maybe call them different degrees. I really loved it. And I think every class I took that wasn't in my major, I still have some knowledge from that that I wouldn't have had otherwise. But most importantly, I learned how much I don't know about different topics. So I took my senior year a class... On ancient Mesopotamia, and I knew like the high school story version of it, but I learned not only so much more detail, but like this professor was like an archaeologist who goes on digs there, and like cities are just buried in the ground, and like how do you go through that process? I now know that there's like a whole world to dive into there. I don't have all the details, but I just honestly wouldn't have done that on a Tuesday night. Are you sure?
1: So that's that's I I I because. As I think all of us are, and I think that Johnny is the best example, that as inquisitive minds, you might not have gone down that particular rabbit hole, but if you had been able to focus solely on your subject and not paid that probably six grand for that semester of ancient Mesopotamia, maybe you you potentially would have... Delve into had had the the uh, mental brain space to delve into something by yourself. I mean, you might not branch out as much, but like, is that the job of a of a university?
2: I think we're circling around that question. What is the job of a university? What is is the degree? What should it a degree be? Is it
1: the experience or is it the knowledge? I think that that's.
2: Oh, great! Another way to say that in economic terms is. well they say like is is going to university a a a product that you buy as an experience or is it a insurance policy? A lot of people I think, like we said in the beginning, see going to university as an insurance policy against falling through the cracks of society. But if you see it more as like a product, it's like, well, what is that product? Is that four years of partying? Is it four years of like doing as much as I can, even though I can get a 90 in a class, like I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get 150 in the class because like I'm taking it that seriously. You ever see those older people getting their undergrads on campus and they're just fucking really thorough. They're writing down every last word the professor says. They're like, just going to every, like, well, session with had them. A, they've had a job before. All, well, I, but they also realize, they like, like, oh, I fucked also, this up the first time, or, like, I'm going to really value this, because, like, damn, life is... They have a different perspective on life. They're taking it so seriously. And I think
1: they probably find it harder to learn, like, younger... Could be that. They if, suck, if you, too. If, well, if, if, you've been in, if you've been in the system for so long, it's kind of a little bit easier to just absorb information without putting your mind to it. But also, they are, like you said, they are way more dedicated, because they hopefully know that that's exactly what they want to do.
2: Or right. Yeah. They're a little bit more on target with their motivation, like well, why they're can, there in can, the first can I, place. Can I say something? Uh, because
0: I do teach a class because uh, I teach writing. So that's a class that a lot of uh, students, especially at the university I teach at, it's not a, um, it's not a huge like liberal arts school in general. It's a very science based and science geared school. So writing to most of my students who are usually like freshmen or sophomores, it's not their sort of go-to – like you were saying, Luke, how you know you took that class on Mesopotamian and you were kind of like, wow, that's cool. I wouldn't have like known about this world or this, this uh, realm of thought and research without that. Yeah. Um, I can attest like firsthand because like I've talked to these students now like years after they've graduated. And I mean these are students who are going on to become like lawyers, doctors – Um, you know, all sorts of different, like totally different professions and like, you know, fields of like biomedicine and stuff, engineering students, you know, becoming engineers. And they consistently tell me that my class was the most important non-major class that they took. And in fact, that they feel like it was more important than a lot of their major classes where their major classes had to cover all these other topics within their major
2: that, you know, also weren't their focus. Um, Would you say maybe that that's because the way you teach, because I happen to know because I see you at the bar all the time and you're like telling (laughs) me about it? Um, Yeah, that's fair enough. I think that might be because like in a lot of other zoomed in classes, you lose the forest for the trees, you know? And you get so zoomed in that you miss like what is the point of being an intellectual in the first place? Like why are all these people collected on one campus anyways? Like what are we doing here?
0: Well, well, but to, to that point as well, uh, and I think that answers, or that helps to answer that larger question, like, what is the point of higher education, right? Um, a lot of, and I tell students this in my class, one of the first things I tell them is that I'm not teaching you writing, I'm teaching you how to think, and how to think, like, thoroughly and critically. And the writing is just a vehicle for that. And again, they still come back to me, and they tell me, like, how valuable that was to them. And there are ways that they they you know, they tell me firsthand how it applies to like what they actually do, you know, in in different aspects of whatever, again, like whether they're pursuing a graduate degree or, you know, they're going on to their, you know, finally their actual profession. So, yeah, I think there's something certainly there. It's just it's hard to sort of measure on a case by case basis. Like, well, yeah, what is the value of taking, you know, like like you said, like other Courses, whatever they may be, like you know, ancient Mesopotamia or something like that. But I mean, I know certainly for what I teach, like they, I mean, they'll they'll tell you firsthand how valuable it is for sure. Yeah. Regardless and, of
2: regardless of their major. And maybe that's like the beauty of your type of class when you're teaching writing, creative writing, or just writing one hundred one or one hundred two. Like, yeah. Like, well,
0: technical. I do technical and creative writing.
2: Yeah. You know, and especially so. the creative side of things is something the 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 science technology type students often fear the most and don't realize that it's actually, you just have to like start doing it. And all of a sudden you're well, doing well, it. A,
0: a lot of them wind up liking it the most. Like I would say usually my biology students tend to be the ones who end up loving creative writing for, for various Interesting. reasons. But yeah. And it, it's kind of cool because yeah, a lot of them, they come in and they're not necessarily against it, but I think you're right with your characterization. They're sort of like scared of it. Cause like, it's so, it's so different in on its surface from like thinking, like a science mind, well, and you really get, you can really get into it and break it down and, and and make it sort of a little more palatable, I think. But it it takes time to do that. And saying like, oh yeah, here's a class where you can take that. You know what I mean? Like as a place, like I'm gonna like what I'm doing is dare helping I guide say you. a safe space where
2: you can do that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> a safe space in the a, a, a original iteration, exactly, of What yeah. it meant, maybe. Yeah, sure. Um, That's fair.
2: So I would say, like, I you're lucky think... enough to teach that class. If you're teaching. Like an intense biotechnology class, you're probably not going to get to see the forest for the trees. But at, at teaching the the writing and communication and critical thinking, it's like you're building the structure for how to now get information in the future.
0: Oh, and these are skills that they do not learn in high school. Yeah. Like like the things that students tell me, and I'll say, Didn- didn't you take AP or something like that? And they'll be like, yeah, but I never really understood what a thesis was. Right. And And I'm like... I know okay, I know well, doctoral students
2: that that ask that question to me all the time.
0: Yeah, and fair enough, that's not a shortcoming on you probably, so much as like whatever it, it, it's uh, it's cra- that's why like another thing that I do is I do a lot of like tangible writing assignments like but, I'll do res- resume writing and cover letter writing cuz nobody nobody takes time to to teach them that. But sure. you know
1: in elementary school learning cursive is really important.
0: Oh my god. You know what's funny about that? I remember in the SAT we had to sign like our like I won't cheat statement in cursive, and I so gave up on writing cursive like in third grade that it took me. You had to wait till everybody was done, and th- and then wait. like I was just lagging behind, and I was like, yeah, I don't know cursive. Why would I? I would love to hear. Did they teach it to you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I would
1: love to hear honest comments from the listeners on how many of you, no cheating, remember how to write a cursive Q. I,
2: I do. do I use it all the time. Yeah, lower no, saying, right? uh, no, no, uppercase. Uppercase you, Q. You, 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 oh, uppercase on You spell, you sure. spell Luke. I, I, you spell Luke with an uppercase Q. Okay. That's fucked up, dude. He likes to up, spray dude. paint sequester
3: <laughs> on a lot of stuff. Just,
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I,
2: I love the word sequester. It's not even yeah. like for a policy. I just love the, the sequester. It Has a great sound. It's a good word. Sequester. Fun to say. Um, yeah. So fair enough. I, I know a lot of people who get college degrees to chase after the money thing, which it's like, you know, everything that exists. There's like the pure form, right? Take music, you know, you want to hear that a musician chose that path to express the artist within them and to capture something emotional about what it means to be a human. But for a lot of people, they, they just, like, see a career career path forward and they just go with it, you know? It's like a momentum that you just hop on that direction. And college is just, uh, uh, if you're playing the video game of life, college is, like, a really basic way that a lot of people take pathway that people take to success then you get the randos like the super geniuses who like you know the the what's the story of einstein failing whatever he was it's doing. not true yeah. um he, i think he it was like elementary school which is like oh uh, math, that was just yeah, random the,
1: the thing is like he failed elementary. but school wasn't math?
2: there a lot of people who like was steve jobs or something like someone who didn't have an undergraduate degree and like just becomes wildly successful Oh, I, I think uh, is what it Steve it? Jobs, uh,
3: Bill
0: or
2: Gates. Bill, Bill Gates dropped out of college.
0: Bill right?
3: Gates, maybe that's who I'm thinking yeah. of. There's a list yeah. of pe- like people, you know, famous people yeah. who've done that. So, and
0: Elon, Elon Musk said something like that recently, he, yeah, he where doesn't he doesn't, doesn't <laughs> he doesn't care if you have a college degree. Yeah, yeah. He'll, he'll just he'll interview. He could tell whatever.
3: within ten minutes, like, do you understand the math that I need for this job? Yeah. Oh, you don't. Yeah. Or, Oh, you don't He's need like, math it, for this job. Well, I you think I think he thing said thing like, like yeah, yeah. It
0: it it correlates to some like somebody often being able to be you know superior in terms of whatever that job is. But he said it's it's by no means a requisite.
2: Yeah. So I would say the value Which, of education would be like a nested question where the outermost value would be learn how to think right, and and all the ways that means learn.
0: Right, but that that could be different from like your very specified major like exactly. like I was saying I I have engineering students who yeah. they would they would never take a writing but class. Shouldn't all, part, yeah, but shouldn't they all shouldn't they all fit
2: into that? So like if the outer one is learning how to think and be unbiased and be viewpoint diverse and then as you move inward you get to the specific degree you're in, but you're at something called a university which means all of those things should be coexisting like like th- th- there should be um the ability to be studying the details of quantum physics but at the same time it fits into the university um you know saying or whatever is like the motto of the university like what's harvard yeah. it's
3: something in latin right uh, Most of them yeah. are. uh cogito eat a dick <laughs> 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 i'm pretty sure is there that's that's sh- that's but, johnny genie
1: you why, everyone why is that why do we have to wait until people are 18 to learn those skills Oh, the it was, by, I it, the hope thing because we because don't. Well, that gets, and, and it's that not gets taught, into the fact
0: that the public education system, is it, well, like, it's great system.
3: Also, just, it's so uh, just so you guys know, I feel like we're talking about like it, it seems like we're talking about like the liberal arts type stuff. For for some people, oh, like not. the STEM path is a direct way to like jump socioeconomic level. Like you grow up in a bad neighborhood. And like a very poor household. It's like, but you have the mind Oh, that's that's like all my students do. Yeah, you have the mind for numbers or or whatever, something in STEM. And you're like, oh, you find something that interests you. And you're like, I can make what triple what my parents made growing up. And I I just have to do this shit for four years and be poor for another four years. Like, I'm used to that. I can do that. Yeah. Like, so for a lot of people, it is a useful tool but yeah but a lot, a lot of, of them still don't, do get don't know that the, in and then but, they end up just you know have but, but, run into all well, these things. well they play too, that but. they
2: try to play that level of the video game and then it's like ooh you know wrong move you know 100,000 dollars of debt and you didn't get a job like
0: but that's why that's why it's important to be able know, to have that people. flexibility because i have i have every semester i can't, like can't tell you how many students i have who they start the semester saying like yeah I'm going to school because, you know, this was, like, what I figured out in high school. Like, I'm going to be an engineer. And then one one semester in, they realize, oh, shit, that is not what I want to do. So don't, or two semesters so in. So
1: do you think that it would be better to have those people go to college, get that varied experience? Yes. But also rack up debt, or do you think it'd be better for them to go into the workforce and possibly try out some different things and maybe explore their own personality? Because see the, how the real no, world n- works. Like work at a restaurant. You're not you know? even. You're not even completely. Yeah. Your Your well, neurons are not completely myelinated until like twenty one to twenty five. So you really don't well, even. So you're not even the, a complete. You're human. You're
2: a neuroplastic mess when you're eighteen. That's a great point,
0: Kara. <laughs> That's a great. Well, I, I like this s-
1: phrase. That was awesome. Yeah. I
2: would. I would say some of my uh,
0: probably. I, I would say in every case I've had a student who's taken off a year or two between high school and college, they've been hands down the best student in that class. Gap year, man. Hands down. Hands down. And in fact, I would recommend it way more. Isn't like it if,
2: funny, if, though? I was almost going to do it, and everybody I high know
1: discouraged oh, me from me it. Me too. I tried oh, yeah. I tried when I was yeah. 17 getting See, out of high it's school. One,
3: it's, but, it's one of but the best on the ideas other you hand, can do. I wasn't sure. going to do it. But then I did, and that was like <laughs> seven or eight years ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: and you're successful in your field.
3: So far, I guess. It's going all right. I don't, I don't like have a bunch of debt, and I didn't. Oh, pick... shit. Should I play that Johnny clip? What? I made a Johnny clip from
2: a random drunk tank where he's like, I go to work, oh, I yeah. come home, I drink a beer, I repress my emotions.
3: I don't have it ready. Do you have it ready? No. Oh, <laughs> well, that's That'd pretty be much perfect. That's the main bit. Yeah, I learned, <laughs> how to, I learned how to survive it in the landscape of America. Basically, but, well, but it's pretty easy
2: for me. I am. You have an intelligence that so many
3: people in the bubble of a university for eight years
2: or however long they've been there like doesn't have. Like, they... well, he has the critical thinking that people yeah, don't. He have. Really yeah, he
1: really does. Because
2: sure. you develop the critical thinking. Now, do you know as much about differential
3: calculus as them? I'm not even Probably sure not. what that is, but like, <laughs> I'm a pretty friendly white guy too, <laughs> which is you know that helps on top of some basic intelligence. Like that's made it. It's not going to hurt easy, you, to be honest. So can we take
1: hard... a beer talk break?
3: Oh yeah, we, just, oh, yeah, we just. This
1: episode
2: is brought to you by beer. beer. We just finished Joy go Asa-
1: Azaka Oat Pale. Have, Joe, have you taken a couple more shots of your uh, Nyquil?
0: I I've how much? Uh, who's a doctor? You're a doctor, Kara. Yeah, how yeah. much uh, whiskey can I have with Nyquil exactly?
1: Uh, at least enough drams to fill a donkey.
3: All right, fair enough. Fill a donkey. I would say a a hollowed out donkey.
1: I think that we're going to start onto a burble. A burble.
3: A (laughs) burble? We're going to do the
0: burble barrel. Kara, that means you're ready. Let's go double burble.
1: A bourbon barrel aged Weizenbach next from Joymongers. Nice. We stocked.
3: Joymongers is a uh, pretty cool little brewery they don't distribute or anything they just sell direct from their tap room so but they're huge they don't have a bottling line they do special releases
0: they do a lot of barrels uh, too don't they
3: yeah they open a barrel hall uh this is one of their barrel age it's a bourbon barrel age of eisenbach which is very exciting joe did i
2: see you were at a beer share sunday did you see the
0: the, the cubs. Uh, uh, on our on our Thunk Tank podcast Instagram the picture we posted?
2: <laughs> um, yeah, that's why I was asking you. Like, did you have anything memorable there?
0: Uh, yeah, there were some really good stuff. Um, I, I I can't remember all of them off the top of my head. But go to our
2: Instagram, look um, at the picture. It's in a picture, right? All the cans or something. Yeah. Oh the oh yeah
0: yeah we I think we did like uh, probably like twelve at least a dozen. We'll, different, we'll link that in the different description. Beers uh we always we always link it in the description, but um, did you post the previous yeah. one yet, Joe? Of what?
2: uh episode? No, was I supposed to? Oh, I don't know. I'm just wondering. All right, so that's, no, your, I that's I, your reverse preview for the last episode. <laughs> well, <laughs> I was going to say something he, about last episode before, and I'm like, I, actually, maybe that will be like. Oh,
3: I gotcha. That might be an episode too late. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Luke, we're in a we time machine, a, a Thunk well. Tank
2: time machine. Woo.
0: We did, we did have a new, a new beer from this new place called uh, what the fuck was it called? Dubco.
1: Oh, did
2: you, I've heard of that.
0: Is did Dubco you, to did you the one that
1: just recently moved to Long Island from Connecticut?
0: Is that is that where they came from? Yeah, because I, I, I didn't have, get to go. There is
1: a brewery that's that like is yeah like sort of famous and was in Connecticut and yeah. was like fuck this we're moving to Long Island.
0: What kind? Yeah, no, I, I tried a couple of their beers, really good, Word. very impressive. Yeah, cool. So yeah, you can find all of that on our official Thunk Tank podcast Instagram page. Like, share, and subscribe. All so,
2: uh, Joe, can I read you a few stats about administrative bloating? Because I know, Oh my I God, know you don't get me started. Really straight up Before you
3: do that, I have a quick question about cost oh. that will lead into Sure, this. yeah, yeah, well, go I for I it. Think- is because you started saying it doesn't really cost anything to teach, which I've always thought about. Like it costs money to learn new stuff, to like investigate things or to go and travel. Pay and for papers. Yeah, or pay for equipment or. Jesus. Or, uh, uh, traditionally, the point of a university was to pay these like intellectuals so they to feed them, because so, they couldn't they'd be bothered to work in a field they were reading too much. Like that was the whole idea of it. And then, yeah. like, well, have this guy that's read all the books. We'll just talk to you because he's done a lot of the reading. I'll save you some time. Just give him a little bit of money. But, like, now that that's all like established, like for you to talk to a room full of students, how much are they really paying per like credit hour of that class? Like, how much does the university? All get? right,
0: so. So, I, I I don't want to say specific things about, like, my salary, but... No, 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 what no. What I can no,
3: tell not, you is... I'm not talking about your salary. I'm talking about what their tuition would be.
1: Luke, like, has, no, no, Luke that, has a really good that, statistic, actually, on that exact question.
0: But, like, it, it, before you even say that, like, I see your point, Johnny, because if you break it down, like, what they're actually, like, paying versus, like, what like some of the instructors are actually paying it just varies very widely also johnny's
2: saying that like with any other economic decision you make in this life you say what is the cost of this thing and let me compare it to the value it's going to give me so if you buy a a tv that's three years old but it's only 50 bucks it's like oh you know for the cost that older tv vibe is fine right (laughs) whereas if you buy a brand new tv but it's like five thousand dollars it's like you know what it's just not worth that price for me so there's a price where you even a good product you don't want and education yeah. like we said before is it a product is it an experience is it an insurance policy like it you have to kind of define what the fuck it is and like what value it has but it's all happening behind the scenes with colleges and universities and people don't even really think about it as, like, a cost-benefit analysis. They just think, if I don't go to college, I'll be a fucking right. living under the
3: bridge or something. That's, like, what, yeah. that's what, yeah, they don't think about
0: but, it. But a lot of times, like, what you what you pay versus what you get in actual instruction is, and this is probably going to lead to your statistic on the administration, it's wildly different. Like, a lot of that money is going towards all sorts of different, different stuff, some of which, like, are services that you might very well use. Like electricity, you know? Yeah, sure, or, but then it's like, well, well, do I need do I need to be paying a gym fee? Do I need to be paying like an academic fee, like an undefined fee that just charges me money every semester? A not, fee not fee. Do I need to a be paying a fee for fee processing, of, fee? Yeah, a fee processing for abroad <laughs> programs that I'm never going to use fee, like, yeah.
3: an inconvenience fee? Dude,
1: dude <laughs> not look to at, mention look the price of
0: books.
3: Fees. Also, oh, that's, that, that's a whole another, that's racket. another cost. I don't yeah. understand that at my, all. My mother writes
1: textbooks in her field. Holy
3: shit. She doesn't make any money off she of She
1: doesn't make any money off of it, but they, they make bank... Somebody's but making bank the, on those point. books. What, yeah. what,
0: you're, what you're getting in the actual classroom is way different from what you're paying to get into that classroom. Sure, so it's like, like, like an
2: just, entry fee, and then you get the product.
0: Right. Like, if you just paid me to teach you without all the other bullshit, it would cost a fraction of what you're being charged. Now, of
2: course, a lot of people get grants and things from the government, scholarships, all that shit but well, the universities you know, you are still getting that money and let's say even the university itself yeah. is fronting some of your scholarship in in some kind of budgety way those budgets are really complex but um, even then they're still convincing you to come spend 20,000 maybe you're not spending 40,000 a year you're spending 20,000 but they're still making $20,000 a year and which, then it's like where does that money go what am i paying for
1: well which is really interesting because if you look at the reports that a lot of these places will put out they're not making that big of a profit, but something that I think is um, will speak to the statistic that you're going to say. If you look at the um, the salaries for the the deans, the provosts, the heads, the people, the administrators, and then the you corporate know, the funders, structure of the university, yeah, that they they're they get paid.
2: Way too
0: much. But isn't a it because lot. for so long they, they, get, the they get paid disproportionately is, more? Isn't it yeah, because for sure. so long
3: the degree was so undervalued? Like in the seventies, you could spend four hundred bucks a year or whatever. You know, well that was like Johnny. That year was like Dad.
0: Dad, dad, dad got yeah. a McDonald's scholarship for like three hundred dollars a semester, and his the rest of his t- tuition was like hundred and fifty bucks, which he made like over the course of a week. He didn't even think about it. That's to what to I'm pay
3: saying, for and, and and like theoretically could you know. Double the amount of money you earn over your lifetime. That's so undervalued, and then the corporate structure learns about that. Like, okay, how can we raise costs and how totally can we add yeah. more value like so that we entity. can justify yeah. more cost? And how can we, like, you know, make sure that they need it? That the more well, and, the, like, m-
0: and the more bureaucrats you add, the more important your job above those bureaucrats becomes, right? Yeah, or yeah. seemingly, because like now you have all these people below you as part of this structure, and it's like, well, you know. I'm just one cog in this much bigger cog. So like I need to be paid more in order to ensure that like I'm at the quality of, you know what I mean? Where it's just like it, now it's become like its own self kind of it's, consuming. it's alive. It's alive. Become, it becomes, it becomes a, life a life monster. Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah uh, nowhere along the line. And this is the same with, you know, business or government. There's not one person who is like, who would say, Oh, I'm doing this for profit. I'm doing this to fuck everybody over. It just sort of is what happens and it just perpetuates.
3: I mean, that's capitalism, baby. Right. So, oh, yeah. I, would, I, would, I
1: think that you guys would be really interested if he oh, really to this share th- his statistics.
3: Statistics.
2: Um,
1: it's from a paper in.
2: Just today, I was hanging out and like made a few different categories of like things that um, things I kind of knew about, but I wanted to look up some more detailed stats on. So. Um, the basic fact I knew was that universities have expanded their administration expenses and bureaucracies like a lot, especially yeah. over the past, let's say, 20 years or whatever.
0: Yeah, pro- probably since like the late 90s, especially. So, yeah,
2: specifically, this one said um, between 1993 and um, 2007, administrative expenses rose much higher, 61%, than the instruction expenses. So between that time period, right. all college expenses went up. Some of that's inflation. A lot of that is increased enrollment. But the 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 place that money went, it only went thirty nine percent to um, instruction expenses, meaning teachers and 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 um, professors and adjuncts and all that. And it went sixty one percent to administration. And it's like, well, what are they doing? Who are they? Where are they? Well, you know, what's their job? Why? And, and the other crazy thing was that it did um, in these same years, enrollment went up by 14.5%. Um, but if you take the number of admins per 100 students, that rose by 40%. So it's like w- we just created a bunch more administration jobs where they didn't need to be created.
3: Or are they anticipating
2: well- more growth? But also we created new administration divisions like and this gets into the politics part where they have these entire departments that are about inclusivity and and, um, you know, safe spaces and all these kinds of things. And it's like, well, if you give someone a job and say this is your job, then they will find problems. And you and and, you know, like if 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 I give you a job, Joe, and say here's fifty thousand dollars a year, your job is to patrol the streets and, and make sure there's no clowns. Right. Like, maybe one day when you realize, hey, they don't actually have a clown problem, you're going to just throw a clown suit on some random guy and, like, knock him out and then bring him in, Oh, uh, That
1: actually happened in Winston-Salem last year.
2: <laughs> what? Tha- <laughs> Are you serious? Wait, during the
0: clown epidemic? Yes. There was a clown epidemic there in was, the country. There was a dude
1: who got arrested yeah. for, like, falsifying a clown claim.
0: It was somewhere, <laughs> yeah, it was somewhere in North Carolina. Yeah, because he was probably getting oh, yeah. paid
2: by the government to suss out them clowns. Yeah, so... I, I just also think that besides the general problem of administrative bloating of budgets, that that we ought to look carefully at like what departments exist and how necessary are they. And like if you create one, it's going to self sustain itself, right? It's going to find problems to prove that its existence is necessary.
1: Okay. Plain devil's advocate though, when you're dealing with a bunch of money you know so a lot of these people like they do get paid a lot for what to the outside seems like not a lot i think but i assume that they make very hefty decisions and that to deal with those large sums of money which is pretty much what a lot of them come down to you know a quick decision by like what's our student capacity per teacher like how many adjuncts do we allow that's that involves thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars, if not more than that. And so people get freaked out, and so they try to split those jobs. So that might be...
3: To split liability, is what you're saying. Yeah. So it's like, well, the part of the budget I was in charge of, everything went great. That guy over right. there fucked up, which is why we made that department and gave him... Exactly. Because I don't like that guy, because we knew he'd fuck it up.
2: <laughs> it's almost like a cancer growth, too, though. It's like the, the the thing itself just starts growing because it hits critical mass, and it's like and and there are there are natural ways that, that that happens like like you just mentioned one like somebody's like hey my job's really hard in the next meeting I have with my superior I'm going to mention the fact that the workload is a bit too much and it's not because I suck it's because the job is very complicated yeah. and then they're going to put in a request for a higher budget and it gets approved and now you have another position right like how, but how many of the opposite exists where it's like you have 10 people doing the job of one person and no one's going to say well, shit. Cause that's like, the
0: problem I've I've seen. And I've seen that definitely in higher ed where there's a misbalance because I, I've seen people where it's like, yeah, you're, you're doing the work of basically like an eight person department. And then there are other people and it's like, I, I don't know what this person does. Does yeah. anybody know what this person
1: does? I met does like this that.
2: person know what they do? That's, that's the famous, uh, what am I thinking of? Like, uh, uh. Kramer just like he's doing. He comes home and he pretends like he's stressed about working at that oh, fake God. job. Yeah, yeah,
1: when he he works at the thing and everybody's like Kramer, and or no, they don't even call him Kramer. They, they think Cosmo. he's the, Cosmo.
2: Cosmo. I, I don't know what they call no, him, but they when, I'll, when they I'll thought he, he was the, the doctor, right? No, no, this is where he's working at a random company and he comes home and has crackers in his suitcase. Yeah, (laughs) he he acts like he's so stressed about work to Jerry, but then his suitcase is filled with crackers. Like, yeah. Because he he realizes, like, oh, I don't
3: actually do anything. when He gets fired. The guy's like, I don't even really work here. here. That's what what makes this so difficult. (laughs) That's my favorite. He's like, how do I fire someone that that doesn't even actually have a job? Yeah. Turns out uh, you have
2: no experience in business whatsoever. But
3: but we're talking we'll, about we'll the, the, the problem of a bureaucracy. Maybe we should do a, bu- a yeah, it's, whole it's episode of bureaucracies because there's so It's a bureaucratic problem. Yeah, yeah it's just that just sure. happens. That's a problem in local government. It's a growth that problem that you have to address, right? Yeah. It's an organizational issue. Sure.
0: Well or or you That's or like, you lose you lose credibility, which I think is I don't know if that reckoning has happened yet in higher ed, but I think it's coming where people are starting to realize that, like, yeah, this isn't worth the debt. Well, also,
1: Our reckon it's coming to the principal's office. Thank you for going Irish-Scottish? Scotch-Irish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. what, what, Irish? what
2: does Scottish have to do with it?
1: It does. Be, okay, Scottish. so so think about it. We get... They may so, take okay, our so interest rates, we get, but they'll so never Trump's take out. our <laughs> assless
0: traps. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Spring break 2018. So forever. imagine
1: 2020. <laughs> hashtag We get anybody who's not... An orangutan, any higher evolved primate.
3: Okay. Yeah. Right?
1: Somehow, through uh, a little bit of deductive reasoning, we get socialized health care.
3: We'll never have. How are you going with this?
1: And then it's just like, oh, well, why wouldn't we have uh, a better structure to our higher education?
2: Well, so the problem is, it, is, is how do you and make then, big and changes then, like and that? Then, right? And then, and then,
1: and then it becomes, it, there still will be a bureaucracy. There's going to be in anything that humans touch, but it will be. Definitely reduced from what we have right now. What,
3: what
2: but the problem what is, like, there's yeah, I got, yeah, the, I got awesome. kind of confused with the monkey. No, she's talking about somebody when do we eat
0: the I'm saying, I'm saying anything but oh, Trump is the orangutan. Oh, yes. oh. But the, the, problem, uh, the problem with this, these bureaucracies is that they're, <laughs> they're so much bigger than people think. Like, a perfect example is in terms of having to address it, the perfect example is uh, getting into higher ed is test prep. Like, the reason why the SAT still exists, even though it's a bullshit metric and it's pretty much useless is because there's billions of dollars in test prep industry Yeah, like and that's that's basically how how you get into a better college is you pay for test prep you'll be able better able to succeed on this test and you'll be ahead of you know these larger packs and that's why it exists
2: dude i know a musician uh, who who was you can't stop getting their doctorate in music but sort of moonlighting as an sat prep Thing and just driving from house to house Bank. and making pretty good
3: money
1: three hundred dollars yeah, for that, two hours isn't
3: it? exactly. Yeah. There's, there's, a, there's board, a lot of money in it. Isn't College it's, it's Board insane. a big thing with that? With like uh the AP College stuff? Board runs it. Isn't the whole yeah. AP credit thing a big scam too? To just oh dude, I I,
0: I agree. It is APs, now, they have, yes. now they have now they
1: have it's oh, not yeah. called Are you AP anymore. There's stuff that people. Oh hell no. But, I mean just the idea <laughs> of like we're gonna sell college
3: credits to kid high school kids.
2: Well, don't you remember hearing about the AP? Like, like there were high school teachers. I remember reading about this in the South somewhere that they were getting like a, a salary bonus for every kid they could get to take the AP exam. Oh, dude! They didn't dude, have to I, like take the class and and qualify for the class, or they just had dude, to. Dude, that's take a res- the that's exam. a response
0: that that's a response that comes across on AP exams. Mm-hmm. Students will write things like, "I'm not." I'm not doing taking this test out of protest. Our teacher didn't teach us anything. Right? That happened. That happened to me actually. That
1: That happened. uh, We had a teacher. What was the story? It was either that he had uh, had sex with a student and then left, or no.
3: I don't think he had sex with the student.
1: No, it wasn't the student. The teacher you're thinking of. It was a different one. There was some reason that he left towards the end, and some (laughs) some of the very. intelligent people in the class uh protested because we weren't taught the things that we were supposed to have been taught and um I, I think johnny has a similar story but i had one in a different subject and but let and me we guess all, probably
0: nobody gave a fuck
1: yeah we were like given the option whether we wanted to like retake it next year and a lot of people were like well we're already juniors like why would we do that you know we're already applying to college it means nothing now you yeah
3: know. Yeah, uh, I think tests are real dumb. That was a big part so, of my decision to not go. Well, to yeah, school I think anymore. I think tests are insulting I to what
2: you well. were saying, Joe. To like the model of yeah, I, ideally what a I university give, would be. Uh, but I
0: give I give I give one quiz in my class every semester. Well, I give two quizzes. One is a syllabus quiz, which we just go over together. The other is a quiz is a grammar and punctuation quiz just to freak them out so they do mm-hmm. the work and then. We go over that in class, and they're always like, "Wait, you're not collecting this and grading it?" And I go, "No, why would I want to do that?"
2: Yeah, that's a waste of my time.
3: <laughs> and then they're like, "Oh, okay." And I
0: was like, "Yeah, no, that's
3: stupid. I'm not giving you tests." Shit. But then I bet if you gave them a quiz the next class, they would half-ass it because they'd be like, "Oh, it's, it's Ooh, you should do it. that." But then you have to and grade the like, next one. This one will be forty-four percent of your grade, <laughs> of your final grade. <laughs> so the other forty-four percent. Whereas, whereas if I want to,
1: if I want to do a PhD, because I'm so far out at this point. Um, I took my I took GRE's uh after undergrad. Um Can
2: you say what GRE's are for someone who has no idea? Wait, let Jesus, me guess, let me guess. Uh gradient radial egg rolls. Egg rolls, yeah. And they're they're a uh, type of pretty egg roll. Much. You it's can only of, find them in It's a very um, specific higher it's a, it's ed it's buildings.
1: So there's a reading, writing <laughs> gra- and school math and SGA. math portion. And I just what is it And stand the math for? is not it's, easy. I uh, can't say.
3: General relativity. Graduate, graduate,
1: graduate,
2: graduate remedial roll. exam. Graduate remedial exam. Jo- can you, uh, go, can you Google it? Oh, can you just Google it? You're right <laughs> by a computer. But
1: but anyway, so I'm so far out that those... That those and I don't know what my scores were. I never pay attention. I just sent them off to when I was applying for um for oh, school. That's the
0: graduate record examination. That's Giant want right. But if
1: numbers. I want to get a PhD... <laughs> <laughs> that would
2: have been a better first one. Yeah,
0: sorry.
1: If I want to get a PhD, so this will be... Uh, eight years later, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Eight years later, if I want to get a PhD, I need to take that exam again because my scores uh timed out, they're no longer yeah, because
0: valid. Because they, char- they want to charge you the
1: hundreds so of and dollars. So, yeah. and so the idea so in, so, in that amount of
2: time you could have gotten
3: like so stupid that you just should not be in a PhD program? Yes, <laughs> well, I think they're trying to say the field Which isn't <laughs> how the field you're going for, it. I it assume, is, is updated and you're not. You know, we can't trust you yeah. up Yeah. I mean, on it. I, that's a fair point, but no. his degrees but get go, No, it's okay, because but, but it's not, what, what, that's that's not fair because, because my testing.
1: my subject so a PhD is the most uh pinpoint that you can get with any education. There's nothing higher than a doctor of philosophy. And mine is not
2: <laughs> What about a of
1: philosophy on
3: Mars?
2: With,
1: with mass <laughs> on
3: um no, don't degrees go stale too like that? They expire because I think my mom had a teaching degree and she thought about going it back depends. to teaching like twenty years later in the your, States. Your
1: degree doesn't, but your certifications, um, money, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Or like you know, oh, okay. to to practice veterinary medicine, I need to up my my license if I don't maintain um, a licensure.
3: So if you just so if they get their money and you keep paying, but you're not practicing, they'll let you stay a, a veterinarian. Yeah. Because they, they want their money. Yeah. yeah. So you would... So you just would like, yeah, that's, that's another thing that... But, but
1: how bullshit is that that I need to... See, if I want to take the GRE, if I want to do a PhD in my field, which I've been studying for 12 years now, I would need to go back and take a course because I don't remember fucking calculus.
2: Yeah. I, I, so no, I, I, like, I was really okay. good at it
1: I, back in fact when I calculus? was 20... Never and also even in statistics it's completely different than the than the stuff that's on the GRE. This is related
2: to what you were saying before with with should you have to take something unrelated to your thing. And I would say in the case you're describing, it's more applicable since you've already done it that that um you know it's not necessarily that you are going to use calculus for your field, right? So I I think it's a good thing when you're doing it the first time. But I agree with you. You shouldn't have to do it a second time. Because the point is, you're proving that you can do it if you had to, right? It's showing that you're capable of certain levels of complex... Thought and reasoning. It's, you don't have to show that again if you've already done it, and it's yeah. not directly applicable to your PhD.
1: It acts as an intelligence, but also a dedication test. It's a yeah. Trainability.
2: Well, test. well, that's what I think most undergraduate trainable? degrees trainable. are. is like a dedication. Uh, test. Yeah. Do
1: you, Here's a goal. Do you meet have, a deadline? Can a, you do it's that? A, it's a bullshit test. We have, test. A, we yeah, have yeah, a friend that's a lot been, of bullshit been,
2: jobs, dude. Yeah, we, most jobs are meet a deadline. Boom.
0: Yeah, well, ga- yeah. Totally. on this that? podcast.
1: He just recently retook his GRE, or took took for the first time. Um,
0: do, you know, do you know how much the, How much does it cost The GRE I
1: assume at least I mean most of those tests Cost like five six hundred I assume so much, Yeah money it's testing. like It's not cheap Why do those cost money Just to like get get ready To spend more money yeah, they it's they they Let's, say it's for the for the for the, the proctoring graders. service and the I graders know. and 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 the people who make the questions. How many people which is people take the bullshit. test at
3: a time though? But guess what, GRE's yeah, you, like you, yeah, you, a lot. you got a room of a hundred people, five hundred bucks a pop. That's fifty grand. They're paying those. Proctors you know why, 10 why? Do you know why I went to grad school? So. Where
0: I went to where I went to grad school? Where you went was because to
1: grad school? Did Joe? Did you have to take the GRE? No, you didn't. So
0: so so when I got to uh, I went to like an open house type of thing, like round table or whatever. And you know they tell you about the the you know university and the graduate program and all that, and then they took questions and somebody asked. So uh, I notice here it says GRE scores optional, and they had other requirements obviously, but it said GRE uh, scores optional. Like what's that about? And the direct the program director said, well, you know we highly encourage that you take them because it is a metric that we can use, but. To be honest with you, we're really looking at your writing samples and your letters of recommendation. And why wouldn't and you? All the, yeah, all the other actual qualitative information that you would want an administration to be looking at when they're judging if you, if they think you are the right person for their program. And I was like, yeah, sold. Like it, That's it what I want to hear so my administration say.
3: If you went to a carpentry job and they're like, are, do you know how to carpenter? Like, yeah, look at this table I made. It's like, wow, that's great. Oh, you got to fix that toilet, though. Yeah. And it's like, what? I or you have to take fix the GRE. Oh, like related It's a fixing thing. So <laughs> yeah, if you can't it. fix toilets, I mean, how, you yeah. know,
2: how are you going to make wine racks? Or, or, or it's
3: take, like, the, take what? Those yeah, take aren't the, related yeah. at all. Though. Uh, yeah, get out. Next, <laughs> I guess you could just see yourself out. Then,
2: Kara, uh, we were take in an test. Uber today, and we were talking with uh, this Uber driver. He had like a daughter in med school and all this stuff, and we were talking about education a little bit. And then uh, you and Yanka were talking about like the difference between education. In Europe, generally, yeah. your experience in the UK—I don't think a lot of people in America would even know like how that like really cheap college shit works in 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 Europe. They have much less of a business model of university than we do in the U.S. Yeah, Kara, okay. I have questions about that for sure. Like, is so that
1: so? I'm going to use the disclaimer in that I lived there for a long time. My best friend is from there, but I don't have the most extensive knowledge, uh, and I mostly am um, UK centric having said that can you
2: just say the, uh, the first part of that sentence for our intro from now on just, just the um, we don't really know haven't looked into it but we're going to talk about it
1: <laughs> yeah, <but laughs> well, our, we got a friend from yeah. there I think and... maybe
2: but I don't but know, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it sums it up but, but I'm trying to, to feel like,
1: like um,
2: they might be giant song so,
1: reference
0: uh,
3: like Sharon subscribe oh, Joe's got the whiskey going <laughs> Yeah, I got the hey, list. Just, add, just the add a school. little Grandpa's bit. Grandpa's old cough yeah, medicine, yeah, you know exactly, what I'm saying? Baby. Add yeah. some
1: lemon ginger tea to that, man. You'll be set. Okay, Maybe so the in thing. the UK, at least, and from talking to Yonker briefly, the same in Turkey, um, I believe that most of it is similar in other um, European countries in that you can opt out of secondary school at about 16 or... Or you can choose to go on to your A levels, and your scores on your A levels kind of decide what you can apply for. It's not so strict. Um, I did go to uh, I did go to veterinary school with a number of people from places like uh, Botswana, in which case, like it's hundred percent. And, and uh, talking to my colleagues from um, India and Sri Lanka, that like your grades, you can't even apply to some places. It's very strict.
2: From that test.
1: Yeah, I had a a colleague in vet school who wanted to be a a pilot, but he didn't get high enough scores. And so the government said, okay, you're going to veterinary school. And he was like, all right, because that's just how it was. And most of the people from...
2: I would love if someone told me what school to go to. It'd be less stress. They're just like, you're doing this, you have no choice. I'll be like, okay. Yeah,
1: but you would be that, like... Dude, that, Luke, that happens pipes. in a
0: lot of places. Yeah, yeah and, of China. China. That's, that's, and
1: it that's, makes some really that's, miserable that's, that's, people, a, that's
0: a, too. I know. That, that actually, quick side Joking. note, I, because I have a lot of international students, Kara, and in uh, China, I had a really China. interesting conversation China. last China. semester, and <laughs> she was telling me how like she she really likes writing but she's like not like she can speak english perfectly well but she didn't know how to write it at all because when she was young in grade school they said oh no no you're good at whatever you know yeah. she's studying now like no writing classes for you and they just pushed her all
3: in you're, yeah and you're, she never you're took smart a,
1: enough to be a doctor go be a doctor make yeah, a lot of money right
3: right Bring and that she back never to your relatives like yeah. i had a chess, teach, right. a chess never, coach when i was younger who was a russian grandmaster and when I was little in the early 2000s, he was in his 30s or 40s. So he grew up in the Soviet Union. And when he was like six or seven, he was really good at chess. He could beat all like, the instructors and everybody. Like, he got to the point in his local area where he was the best at young enough age that they sent him away from his home to go live in like a chess workhouse. He flagged the government there, like, yeah. oh, we got one. We got one for the team. Yeah. And, and <laughs> he, he played chess like six out and trained yeah. chess like six hours a day. He said they'd go like play soccer outside if the weather was okay for like an hour every day. That's and nice. that was it. And then you just went into the dorms and you just played more chess. Yeah. Who didn't, and much he did respect. that for, Which, for decades until he. Uh, but it worked, he, right? He was, he, it was after the Soviet Union fell, he just uh, like, got his shit together because he had a real skill and like, moved to the U.S. That's tough
0: though, dude. I've seen, here, wa- I've seen it both. I've seen it both yeah. ways with like my, my international but it worked students. Out for him. Like some of yeah, yeah, some of them like they they're, they're like really driven and they're into it, and others like they're wrecks. Like they're that's not what works for them. It's just it's really hard to have a system that either does that or doesn't, and have it work for well. You know, it's almost everybody like involved.
2: childhood can program you to just like once, especially in in a lot of um, different cultures, than... I think there's a there's one good vibe about American university th- way of doing things which is um you can go to undergrad and not really know what you want to do and take some time to figure it out. Now I agree uh, with you that like yeah. then just don't okay. go to college at that time.
1: Yeah, so that'll be But me getting- at the same
2: time like What's a better way to learn about the world and things you don't know and that you didn't even know you could well, go into? Being then. in the,
1: the world, not going, not spending twenty thousand dollars, sixty thousand dollars a year, going and it was, if doing it. Yeah. If it, if
2: it the world is expensive.
0: If it didn't, if it was affordable, it would be. It might be okay. But it's the fact that, like, so, in order to do that now, you have to, you know, in a lot of cases, rack up. What is United States student debt? Oh, at I, now? like one point four trillion. That's exactly or something what it like is. That, yeah. Now? It's insane. It's the next bubble. Okay, but, but so, oh, wait, Karen, so, so getting, the, so getting back to the UK. Yeah.
1: So that's exactly goes back to this point. So in the UK, if you, you get these grades and um, it, it, it's not exclusive, it's not like places like potentially, I don't know as much, but potentially Indian. that's one of the two examples I gave. But um, if you don't get the grades, you likely won't get in. You can still apply. It's not like they're going to axe you. Um, but a lot of people... If you don't have the grades or if you don't know what you want to do, they don't have these bullshit undergrad degrees that mean nothing. They don't have liberal arts. They don't. And so what you do is you work or you do a certificate degree or you work and then you do a certificate degree. And then if you, if you say that you wanted to be a vet, really that's your dream, but you didn't have the the grades at the first time you go do your certificate, you work, you show that you have the dedication and that you have the patience to learn it, even if it might take you mentally longer than it would some other people who immediately got those grades, and then you can do it. But it definitely doesn't waste people's time. And do you think that the entire population of Europe is less cultured than the U.S.? I would argue well, the opposite. I meant- would
3: say those brie-eating, baguette-snapping <laughs> motherfuckers don't know what, what one tail of an ass from a wolf's mouth.
0: <laughs> Wait, Kara, there's, there's no liberal arts degrees.
2: I love trying to figure in, out in uh, how Johnny's going to complete his... If his, there is... <laughs> me too.
1: If there is, I'm not aware of it. Again, I, I preface well, this by saying I don't know. Did you mention the financial part if of it, are. too? Okay, also, um, it's recently... While I was in vet school, actually, Scotland changed... Um but the majority of European countries, your at least first quote unquote undergrad degree, which includes being a doctor, a lawyer, a veterinarian, a dentist, a chiropractor, is f- either free or the the cost is
0: their primary school or,
1: less or than, like less, the majority less of the cost is covered. Right? Yeah.
0: yeah, but but they they might like we've been talking about like what actually we haven't been talking about, but I think that's worth mentioning too, like what a fucking sham like primary school education is, or, or like secondary school education, basically like grade school education yeah. is. It's a fucking nightmare. Where, in this country. where is well, like the there? Entire... Why
2: would it be good? We,
0: we pay speaks, shit for Yanka most of the teachers. speaks two
1: and two halves languages.
0: Yeah. Uh, you know what? One of the first questions I ask my students at, at the beginning of every semester, I did this yesterday for my summer class. I have them interview each other so they you know, start to get to know each other because we do a lot of collaborative work. And one of the questions is, is like, what other languages do you know? Most of the American students put nothing. Why? Why and would they? The there's interna- no, there's no all, incentive. All the international students know at least at least two languages. Almost yes. everybody else, grows I
3: mean, up they're with English. international students. If you go to their hometown, it might not be the same. Um, it's probably better uh, than here. No, ever, but.
1: it definitely is because how do you how no, are you gonna they, get ahead if no, you they, don't they, learn they'll, they'll t- English? Tell Arabic, you that they teach Mandarin. You.
0: Yeah, they they teach like like my Chinese students are like yeah no they make they make you learn English yeah like at least how to speak There's it.
3: There's more English-speaking you know? people in China than there are people in America. Ooh. I totally uh, believe that. I There's more I people, people that, that, that. like ESL people, who totally are that. either taking it or speak it than there are. Including Chinese people who, who know English perfectly,
2: right? Just from what growing up with it. No, that's in China. I know. I'm like saying the Chinese population. Just people. I know, but there also, are a lot of limit. Americans that live in China. You, you're saying like Chinese citizens? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I mean people living many, in China. Yeah, China. Chinese. Yeah. You're pe- just trying to say China a lot. China, China I know people. <laughs> we
3: got China people. We got Appalachia people. Sorry, that was a guy who ran for <laughs> Senate or something here. He's kept going on about really? chi- the China people. No, no,
1: no. That was where, the People's where was Republic that? of China. Um,
3: but we don't. do so was I like don't.
1: West Virginia. West Virginia. West Virginia. But
0: I don't know know any American high school students who like say that they, or there are some, but like it's much more rare where they come come to my class and they're like, oh yeah, I speak another language. It's like, oh no, I studied Spanish in high school and passed.
1: So we come from the disadvantage. I I don't know if you guys have ever mentioned this before. All four of us went through the same uh, primary education. Yeah, at, pretty, at, at we least at least school. at least upper grades
2: yes yeah yeah we're, yeah
1: so uh, We've uh, each other for a while. i don't know were, how old joe good was things,
2: they were bad things
1: yeah but but it definitely you know that's a bias between all of us and we came from a relatively privileged school so which and and so having said that we came from a privileged school we didn't start learning a second language until we had a remedial ish thing in sixth grade yeah, for basically to choose, it, your brain and then we started is in, in, in seventh or eighth. Seventh yeah. is, is your is, learning yeah. pathway. your brain for most
3: people are like closing up by then, right? whereas, harden it up like arteries from cholesterol or whatever. Like my biscuit
1: filled arteries,
3: you take that, you French motherfucker.
1: <laughs> whereas whereas international schools <laughs> they start at at
3: ages <laughs> that
1: make more sense, such as like, three, yeah, five, yeah. Yeah. at the latest no, seven it, it totally i mean makes you're more just sense. killing yeah. time
3: anyways they're fucking kids you got to pass the time you're well, showing them shapes and, and flashcards yeah, throw some french ones and, in there throw some Hungarian I know, right? ones in there just right? throw it in like little you're just, by little you're and just you'll get something the out the of it just trying to fill time does it have to be a sponge singing about colors why can't he sing about the colors in turkish or some shit like you might as well, well I think just it's throw expect- it in with I,
0: ex- I think it's expected too in these other places especially where they learn english that like that's a useful, I think it's more yeah. promoted as a useful, marketable skill. Oh, I, I'm not because, saying that they
2: do it because they're like, oh, this will be a value to the person intellectually. Um, well, I think, like, it's, I oh, think it's like, both. you know, they're going to have a, a, a better brain in this way or that way. I think it's just a functional thing that you raise more functional people in this current world. If well, I
0: think I English. think it's both honestly because like pedagogically it's like Ooh. there's something to be said That's a word. for That's right. a college
3: word right there. I don't know what that means. Oh yeah,
0: this is this is what they this is what they pay Go me on, the little professor. Bucks for, my friends. Uh, yeah, so wait, let me let me rub my beard. I'm rubbing my beard, ladies and gentlemen. Excellent. Wait, Joe, we've always marketed um,
2: this podcast as a writer, a musician and a brewer. But yeah. you should be the professor like from X-Men. Yeah, you
3: are Professor well, Professor, I mean, minus,
0: minus the minus the no legs, I'm down. We can make you um, have no legs. I know you can, which it's is why I'm establishing right now I don't why want you What if we to. just get him drunk yeah.
3: enough that he, he can't get out of the wheelchair? <laughs> <laughs> and we just push <laughs> Every him around for, I, like how, you, I like how,
0: like, my chair isn't good enough. You have to get me a wheelchair that I can't
3: Well, yeah, get out with, with X's for wheels, even though that's, like, a very inefficient <laughs> <for> spoke. A <laughs> wheelchair w- is
2: handicapped, too.
0: Yeah,
3: a four-spoke wheelchair. Dr. X likes to look um, dangerously. Just Professor every episode
2: X? can't start until you're drunk enough that you can't get yourself oh God, you out of this wheelchair. We, you
0: can't even say handicap anymore. Isn't it differently abled
2: now? Well, that's I a great know. way to roll into the uh, politically correct thing on campuses because we're we're creeping up on time here. Um, oh, God, how long have we been babbling? Oh, only in like an uh, hour and 20 or so, but... Um, uh, I like to keep an eye on the time because we're usually at like two hours. I'm like, holy shit! Like, what? What do we just talk about? Yeah, for Joe, sure. Joe, you know what I'm dealing with this week. I'm, I'm coming out a week. I mean, I've been here for like, um, you know, how are you doing? Four by or the five way, I warned
0: you that that you were in for a long haul there.
2: My body's like you, adjusting, but like today I crashed hard, like mid afternoon. I yeah. saw that. Do you yeah. know what the problem is? It's the I've problem seen it in is your the eyes heat. Today. Like yeah. Drinking
0: and. The the heat kind of slows me down with drinking. I don't know
3: what it is, man.
2: The heat was and it a was problem. Also, like um, yeah. my rampant
3: alcoholism, I think <laughs> it gets, it takes a toll on Luke. I do drink a lot of beer.
0: Yeah, but Johnny, you're just so casual. Like, I'll wake up and start making eggs, and you're like, oh, have a beer. And it's like, sure thing, Johnny. Like, let me hug you and drink beer. And it's like,
3: oh, no, I'm already To drunk, be fair, it's 10 I don't a. normally do this when you got, like, I've been in vacation mode. I don't, them. I know, sure. I know. That's
2: the other thing is like, when I'm here, I Johnny's in vacation him. mode, and then, um, I'm in vacation mode and then we just go to the moon. Like yeah. t- t- uh, a Monday night, I think that's it was, fun. we were up at, until five AM and then we're like, we gotta go to bed. What are we doing? <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: You cycled through. yeah. We used <laughs> to do stay that. We're like,
3: well, let's just stay up and watch go to the park yeah. for the sunrise and sleep till four tomorrow. No, we, we gotta do stuff tomorrow. We can't just spend two days on one night. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah that's kind of a, a, a waste of time. You at could did, point, but you but could
3: back but. in college though. See, that's the other thing about college that's so appealing to a young person is you you know it's that and i definitely saw this in my friends cuz i definitely have a weird complex uh like from dropping out of college mm-hmm. and not finishing that i'll get to in a second but My friends who, like, they go to class, they pass all their classes, they might do well in their classes, but they do that, like, they go to work, and then all bets are off. Like, I don't have to have good decision-making. I'm doing the dumb thing I have to do in life, which is be at school. Everyone told me how important college is. I'm killing it at college, so I can go chug a beer in my butthole, or, you know what I mean? Tampon, liquor, Or whatever, whatever whatever it is, you get all this terrible decision-making. First semester
0: for a lot of them is figuring out how the fuck to do laundry.
2: Yeah. Which is important so but, but then then again is 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 learning how to be an adult in that first year of college worth the $50,000 if that's what you exactly, have to pay yeah, right,
3: but yeah. but it's just like cuz so i have this weird complex having left school at like uh i was only like 19 i think 20 i dropped you were, out you were
0: in your uh sophomore
3: year right uh yeah i was like halfway through that and i was like fuck this shit so yeah i think i was 19 yeah. and i just uh like so, I have this weird. I always planned on going back. So I was, but I was always working. Like I, I would work as trying to save money, which I'm terrible at. But whatever, and uh, <laughs> you know, I just work a lot. So I'd be like, well, I'm saving money. I'm trying to figure out what I want to do. So I have this weird feeling where if I'm not if I'm not working enough or like doing enough things, I feel like I'm wasting my time, and it's oh, not always right. a good thing. Like it's not always. You know because there's positive work and there's busy work you know that we give ourselves yeah, there's like work that betters you or helps you get a goal and then there's just like taking on too much work. I'm definitely in one of those phases now i' I'm actually working seven days a week and, it, and like I noticed it coming back like that feeling of like, Oh, I'm doing it. I'm doing that. Like, as long as I do this, it's fine. I could go eat some fast food. I can drink too much beer. Yeah. Because I'm doing the thing. I'm working both to these jobs. It's a balance, yeah. Like, you know, you, you have that justification of, well, I'm doing the th- one thing I, I put so much focus on that I have to do, so it, it's fine. And I definitely, but you also, feel like you I'm also do think, blame things. that on college. Well, yeah, but, but that's you, not you, a healthy way to motiv- get motivated. No, but I'm
0: saying it's not like you work in an office and like you're doing what college teaches definitely a lot of oh, people, yeah. which is to meet a, like we talked about earlier, meet a just deadline. Meet a dumb like.
3: deadline and, yeah. Yeah. But I definitely I am mean, not you, that good at setting my own deadline. There was just a better way to train <laughs> dumb 19 year old Johnny than giving him this yeah. in, like stress and anxiety induced motivation it's it's a right, stick instead enough. of a carrot you know i mean i
2: happen to be awful at deadlines but
3: for some reason i
2: i do get them done by the time they have to get done you know but that's, that's because but you've just learned i know but to i don't do the highest shit. quality work like the papers i write were always like for that ancient mesopotamia class johnny i lived with you when i was writing that paper you all were were hanging out and instead of doing Did it at, say y'all oh fuck yeah. he's been down there too long he's, he's acclimated. wait did you hear it though Joe it wasn't just a y'all it was like a y'all, y'all. like I said it as y'all. like yeah, no, it was hybrid it, version we could hear
0: it we could hear Young's the transition. It, it, transition was, so, yeah. it,
2: was, it was
3: you all, y e
2: w e Is that a piece of straw in my you tooth? All. What the fuck's going on here? <laughs> but I was doing that yeah. paper yeah. while yeah. hanging out with you guys because I could have done it at the library, idea. but I was like, oh, like Drew's going to be there. Like I think someone was hanging out like, that these night. These guys are smart. They can help. <laughs> and I just was like, I'll sit on the couch, have a few beers, and write this paper. I woke up the next morning and read it. Not only did I like... <laughs> I, I got an A on the paper, by the way. That's the other problem I have with universities, is like I, yeah. I, I wrote a fuck as bullshit fucking paper, but uh, other I got an A on paper. it. I mean I tweaked it in the morning, but I had so many curse words in there. I was like King
3: <laughs> Tut fucking you Sometimes know, blah blah it, blah. You get points for just being refreshing. You gotta think about I how was, many I was gonna say so. that Do that you was know that, know what the highest
0: yeah. grade I got on a paper was. I got an A plus 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 plus
2: once. <laughs> what paper?
0: It was on like something to do with Native Americans, but like clearly the other papers were so bad like that, where she was like, oh, this guy was sober when he wrote right. it. And sometimes so I'll just you, give them all the extra you know, pluses. Just,
3: your paper might get graded when on a bad day for them and they just tear it apart, which too. is
0: hilarious because I would never even give an A plus. So right. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: on a side note, this, oh, we opened a new beer. This Jester King Brewery Simple means it's a farmhouse alt beer with smoked malt. Alt beer. I love anything smoky, and this shit is what? fire.
3: Oh, I thought you said this is shit. You're saying this shit is. This fire. shit is awesome.
0: Uh, as
2: usual, fire. we put all the beers in the in the episode notes. And usually Joe goes through the work of actually linking each brewery to their website if you like. Hell
1: yeah jester King Thank you want to be thorough yeah, about it. Tejas.
0: yeah you're gonna ha- it's you're got gonna like have to a mosquito on this
2: one to it which makes sense oh yeah it's I'll, I'll take I'll take a picture of all of them before we throw them out that's honestly yeah. one of the hardest parts of posting this podcast is remembering well, I had what to pick we them had. all we had to
0: pick them all out of the garbage last time I think <sighs>
2: is there any more in that care
1: no it happens, but sorry dude you won't I don't really want to that's fine. Well, you guys Share are more. Hard.
3: Yeah, you took most of it. So, Kara took like two thirds I poured thirds this of much of it. Yeah, yeah, but,
1: like, <laughs> but having said that, I bought this beer for myself, but I've been waiting to drink it with Johnny. And by that, I mean giving him 10% and drinking
3: 90%
1: myself. So, sharing <laughs> with Luke was like.
3: was already on the fringe you of possibilities. Yeah, yeah, sorry. yeah uh, this was not planned. Like. Oh, no, I'm good. Okay. Yeah. It's really
1: good. No, it's really I'm fine. Smoky it's though. fine. No problem. Mm-hmm. It's like that barbecue
3: smoky. Where it's like, I don't know what wood you're using, but it smells like the, the meat finish, is on man, fire.
1: Dope. Like, but we do have a whole beer fridge. It's almost like a
3: like a beanie kinda. It's it's Does very funky it's and like interesting. bean smoke. It's <coughs> like a smoky baked bean kinda nose to it. Do you
1: think that these let's so here, let's uh let's let's uh merge Just, these tags. How many brewers? Went to school for brewing, I know a few. So that's, I know a few.
3: That's an interesting thing. Craft beer, at least, let's say anything
1: that you can apprentice.
3: Craft beer, let's say, because like
1: veterinary medicine, what
3: big commercial breweries like it's there's a system to it. Like, <laughs> you, you know, you have you're more of an engineer and a technician. I think And most of the positions at like a production brewery, it's like a precision job. Mm-hmm. But in craft beer, at least the older like the older guard, let's say like when craft beer started in america 80s started awakenings and then like the 90s it, it really took off in the 2000s and here we are but uh like the the 90s craft beer people like those guys that got into it they kind of got into it you know homebrewers who got into it or uh restaurant pe- workers who like they convinced somebody to get a tank and let them you know what i mean like people that just kind of Got into it, or that you know, they worked at early a on too, like, yeah, they, or they were an apprentice. There is such thing as brewer's apprentices, like where you do a lot of the bitch work because there's a lot of physical work in brewing, which uh, is almost character building in itself, right? Oh, yeah, most definitely. Like, there's a lot of not specific knowledge you need for brewing, but then it's it's after that, it's of a lot of very specific time steps, so you, you can always use help in those. Uh, but and while well, you're helping, you can watch, yeah, like the details. But lately, the the brewers, there's more and more education programs. More and more schools are offering courses and certifications and degrees in it. And even public schools, state schools are doing it now. And you got a lot of people doing starting their own. Uh, maybe not like, you know, a homebrew guy that everyone tells them, your beers are so good, you should be selling these. It's somebody that, uh, you know, is a biochemical engineer who also yeah, has a lot that of background. Who has people who say, your homebrew is so good. And like, yeah, I know. <laughs> like I know exact I did, I made sure they do the research yeah. and they know how, what they know their shit and then uh so so it's weird like it seems to be there's a lot of uh but then there's there's still that path no. of people that you know you can start off bartending at like a little one barrel system and if you're still there when they upgrade to a three barrel, a seven, a fifteen, a twenty-five. You're still there. You're on, you you like, rode the you ladder know, if you're, up. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes, depending on how that company operates, you, that that might yeah. be your way. But if end. you so have ridden it up, it means that you're also competent yeah. along the way. Because you I were mean, learning. If, if you're, but there's if you're really savvy enough. To but there's really yeah. high end yeah. schools in, in like Germany and in Europe, and if you can get into one of those, you, you can get a job at <laughs> any brewery, even a shitty job. If you know, you can get any job. At, like you can get a job <laughs> with in that, that field. official qualification. Right. Right. As opposed to showing
0: up and being like, well, I like beer, I want to learn the trade. It's like, all right, I run a business. I don't have fucking time for that. Yeah. And if you show yeah. up with a degree from that, like you say that fancy like German brewery university, it's like, oh great, you already know all this. And, and awesome. you get different yeah. people. Let's, Let's some, sometimes
3: you have brewers like, I want to do creative stuff and like give you help, help sure, come yeah. up with recipes. In some places, like, yeah, that's the energy we want here. We're like small and innovative. Yeah. And other times, you know, you might get someone that would be like. I don't give a shit about any of that. I want to do my job. I want to do it well. We just I love need to make a profit. A, yeah, I love. Yeah. No, I love making beer. Tell me exactly what beer you want made, and I'll fucking make it precisely. Mm-hmm. Like I know how to what to do it And if things come up, what that's to funny. Do. And it's like, well, good. But, but that's, that's really what we that's need for this place. Both of those are so There's important. Think about
1: you know something close to your heart. Think about if green tasted different every time you tried it. There's got to be some guy who every time is like, I'm gonna make this green, and I'm gonna make it taste. Amazing, exactly. She's the same. talking
2: about she's talking about beer, not weed. Um, Green is a right. beer by Treehouse. Treehouse. Is that what you're referencing? Oh, okay. Well, but- so I would say, um, Johnny, that on the episode we had with the author Kevin Clowther, we were we were talking about <clears throat> in, in that episode, like in writing and in music, you have this duality going on. It's a creative endeavor, but there has to be technique involved. There has to be consistency involved. There has to be like some grounding involved but then there's also the creative aspect where you're just kind of varying things up and and just trying to be expressive right
0: well you have to you have to know the rules in order to bend sure and so like in brewing you
2: just described the type of brewers which i would say maybe are more type a personality people that are just like give me the recipe and i'll fucking nail it and then the type of people who are like, "Ooh, let's wiggle around and see if we take that recipe and
3: tweak this. You think we'll, well get something good? It's what both. should we name it?" Like those you know? people have that they still are like, "Okay, let's do it." Once you know what I mean, that like once the recipe's agreed on, it's like, "All right." And they have that, like, "I need to do it." But you want those people? Like, you need around, that right, nail Joe
1: Joe's pouring more whiskey. whiskey. Like,
3: oh yeah, plate, uh, I thing. think
1: that's actually bourbon, but, not but whiskey. But this is the,
3: also the problem in higher education. People get into a field. And they, they're too far along before they realize that it's actually the wrong field. That's not what they, even though they went into it, they just fucked up and it happened to my dad. That's a funny story. But like in beer, like brewers don't make as much as people think they make unless they own a share of the company, which mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's not a normal thing. So, because um, like a lot of like a busy craft brewery, like a really popular tap room, the bartenders there might be, are probably making more than. If it's, like, a good crowd that tips a lot right. and a lot of turnover and a lot of drinks still, like bartenders easily can make more than the guys making the beer, which is crazy to think about it. You think all that specific knowledge that you it's need such a to, different job to though. make a you well-crafted...
2: Know, when I look back and see, like, um, at some of the breweries I've been to down here, they really like the open-window view of the brewery, you know? Yeah, it's a big it's thing. Inclusive, it's inclusive, yeah. And it, it's really cool to see them. They're just in their world, you know? Especially, like... The one we went to uh, Monday night, I think it was Monday. Um, it was late; it was like maybe eight o'clock, and there was just like two or three people back there, and they're just very slowly doing their thing. It's like they're never like rushing around like a bartender would, right? Oh, they will be. No, no, it just depends. what they're probably just cleaning stuff. Oh, it was just like this shift's over. I'm just yeah. cleaning things. Okay.
3: There's, there's, they're probably. Are there lying stages down. where you have to like just be oh, up yeah. and like, really, really on? It's a, we'll get into this in our actual beer episode. But like to actually make a batch of beer, it's a lot of precise steps for like hours. Meaning, like time. if you if you don't move fast from this station to that station, you'll yeah. fuck it if up. If you take too long to cool your beer, you fucked it up. If mm-hmm. you overboil, you fucked it up. The alcohol content going to be too high. You got to water it down. You're gonna fuck that up. And all like, of those
1: people in your experience have varied degrees, varied education.
3: What do you mean? Like like uh,
1: you might meet someone who's never had any formal. Oh education. yeah yeah. You
3: might meet someone maybe who, not even graduate school graduates. Oh, I don't know about that. I guess. You meet someone who's a brewer's apprentice and they get into it or somebody that, you know, uh, they worked at a, a bottling plant and so they hire them and they help them start their bottling line but still small enough that they help brew, you know, their home brewer too. Like sometimes you come into it with enough knowledge that... Yeah. Like I, I, I think so. I know enough that I could brew on a one-barrel system because I brewed with pumps and, and recirculation and valves and that's like the big jump from... That and scaling from yeah. home brewing, so like I feel like I could do it with some instruction. I haven't yet. I'd love to. Any listeners want me to you brew do, on their?
1: You do read a lot of books. Na- nano
3: brewing system. Yeah, there's a lot of books out there. But so. the main point I would say so. is that you know there's
2: not a correlation between success in so many fields and whether or not you have a university education.
1: So bridging from brewing, I want to ask both Luke and and Joe. You guys both have masters in your fields. Uh, Luke is both. I think. I think we could maybe classify them both as arts. Luke's definitely more than. I would say both.
0: Yeah. No, I mean mine's a master in fine arts. Yeah. Do
1: you feel pressure, both of you, to get a PhD? If so, why? If not, what do you think about people that do?
0: What does PhD mean? Um,
3: Doctor of Philosophy. So yeah. should it be a D-O-P? Dop? Adopt, Adopt. yeah. I'm sure I'm sure it's f-t- I'm
1: sure it's Italian. How do you pronounce uh, it, PhD? Uh, 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 I'm sure it's uh f-t-
3: Oh, I got my Latin. F-t- f-t- sure Latin. and nuclear physics, really? Because you just made a dumb noise there. F-t- I got my <laughs> Sorry, what Well,
2: have? the thing that I, I would have gotten it. is called a DMA, <laughs> which is a doctor of musical arts. If I, I I've always like thought like maybe well, I'll I'll still I mean, get it at some point.
1: You could get a i mean there are people oh of who just course not i could be- get,
2: i could go get a phd in something totally unrelated to what i've done could mm-hmm. you tell the listeners because really. you were
1: telling me in the car earlier the difference between a dma and a phd sure in music
2: so if you're um or around music oh this is why i was well we'll publish the nathan episode first um uh nathan was just on he was talking about his phd and how he had to go through this um oral exam type of thing for it <laughs> um so if you're a composer, if you're a music theorist or a music historian, um, you'll get a PhD. And it will be a similar kind of program to uh, like a philosophy PhD or you know, you'll, it'll, it's a lot of coursework, a lot of writing um, and it's uh, different from what you do in the music performance equivalent to that which is called a DMA, a Doctor of Musical Arts. And that tends to focus a lot more on performing Um, You're doing a lot of recitals, and depending on the program, you might have, like, a lot of um, performance aspects and very little academic, or you might have a lot of academic things and very little um, uh, performance. You have a spider on you? No, I just get sleepy. Oh, (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> Luke, Luke did have a spider on him before. And, yeah, because
2: I'm worried about spiders.
3: Luke, I've been Luke has
1: been freaking out. A while. I've, be. I've seen you freak out at least for the last 45 yeah. minutes. Like every once in a while, he just twitches the arm that had the spider on it.
3: I just was spacing out as you so showed. Slap myself in the face a um, of scared
2: Luke. So everybody, no mercy, no surrender. I don't know about you, Joe. You can quickly comment on like the getting or not getting of a PhD, but I, I kind of saw. Um, I definitely had the opportunity to sort of easily transition, as I said earlier, into getting a um g- going into the dma program and that d- that helps immensely with getting a job like there are so many jobs that yeah. they won't say in so yeah. many words like don't apply but they're basically saying that do oh, you they'll, think- they'll say it they'll say it with writing okay, yeah. so
1: this is my major follow basically yeah. and i'm, I'm being assertive and getting in with this question do you think that in both your fields that um Performance-wise, I mean, you know, performing either performing your trumpet or performing in being able to write. That having that PhD, me it correlates to better performance.
2: I would say, zoomed out, no, it can correlate. Depends on the individual. I know a lot of idiots that got their DMA at the school that I got my master's at because I was sharing classes with them. And for me, in the in the music world, I would say a DMA should tell someone that not only are you very um, competent as a performer, but that you can bring the academic side of things to your art, that you can talk about the music you play, you can talk about the history, the theory, you can talk in a complex way about what you're doing. And that should be a difference between like having a master's in music and having a doctor of musical arts. Um, yeah. And to the degree that the balance of, of performance and academics is there, that's up to the specific program and the accreditation and all that to, to fucking decide. But I, I personally think that some DMA programs are a joke when it comes to the academics and that if the degree is to mean anything, then you know it has to mean something. And the fact that it only means you know, oh, you're going to get to the top of an application pile because you have three letters attached to your name, but you're still as How, dumb, you know, as, you know, Frank living under the bridge. <laughs>
1: How I, long is a DMA? How many years? It, like it average?
2: depends. Average, I would say three to five. Three? Three. You can yeah, definitely do it three. in three. But you can spend up to more than that. Depends on the program.
1: Well, whereas, whereas Joe, I think you're in my field would be five to seven.
0: Yeah, it, it really depends because with writing, there's so many different um, kind of like, uh, it's it, you'll find a lot once you get to that level, whether it's master's or like PhD, because they'll have PhDs in like rhetoric and composition, rhetoric and communication. Now they're starting, some places are starting to offer PhDs in creative writing, which I'm not sure I buy, honestly. Um, yeah, why,
1: why not just write? I'm, I'm not. I'm not trying to be an asshole. I'm, I'm trying to understand. No, I.
0: I that's a. Gr-
2: that's a great question. That's that's my exact question as well. Would you say um, it's immediately so I'm, to get a job, and secondary, you might learn or, some things along the way. Or is
1: it a way? Or w- is it a way to get s- a little bit of money while you're writing, and also have some advisors, knowing that maybe those well, advisors well, will pull you back in either well, positive or neg- a th- negative way.
0: Here's the thing. It yeah. It's the same. It's the same sort of issue that you have. Like we were talking about earlier with. Um, undergraduate degrees where they'll just say, like, for this job, you need an undergraduate degree. There's a little more flexibility at this point in degree progress because most of the job listings that you look at in writing, they'll say um, master's degree minimum. Some of them they'll say, oh, we only want PhDs, especially if it's, like, tenure track or something like that. Um, But they'll even say if they say minimum of master's degree, they'll say – next to like what they prefer they'll say highly preferred doctorate in you know so, whatever else
1: sorry i keep asking questions i'm very interested in, in this joe um do you know of any examples where someone's writing thesis was a poll surprise you know maybe not maybe not to that degree but you know was was renowned
0: Um, I mean, there's definitely people who write there, there's a lot of different like reasons why you might write what you write for a thesis for like a master's in in, like creative writing or something like that. Um, you know, if if you're studying like rhetoric and composition, it might be a little more technical. Um, but if if you're talking about in the case of creative writing, like I did my, my MFA. So the thesis for the MFA is like a full length work, um. So I, I did like a collection of short stories just because I was writing short fiction. And I, I don't think oh, I published any of those. I love them. Yeah, no, I, and publishing is a whole other wacky, wonky thing, especially in in any sort of writing. Politics. Um, but I've had other short stories published, and it's because of the, the lessons I learned working, in, in part, the lessons I learned working on that thesis. But yeah, I mean, there's definitely people who, for their theses, thesis, their thesis.
3: Go for it. Come on. They wrote, <laughs> Don't, stop flinging um, theses all over the place. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> they wrote uh, full-length novels, and you know they went on to get eventually like contracts for those. Novels hey,
1: to uh, them. so Trey wait, Anastasia's
2: thesis. Uh, yeah, yeah. The, 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 the guitar, the fish, the fish. Their first fish, album right? was like one of the. Was it Trey's? Like it was
3: Trey's, thesis
2: yeah, for his
3: his yeah. degree. I, I don't know wait, what the wait, percentage wait, of have, it is. I have,
1: a, I have, a. Sorry. Okay, both both with that and with what Joe was saying with Trey and them, was there not um, any mm, not technically copyright infringement, but something like that? That's because that's that's really big in what I in my uh. field. In, in the oh, to like publish your,
0: publish your own thesis, you mean? Yeah,
1: base. So basically, anything that I publish there, while there, I'm there, at my university yeah. belongs to my university, and that's a lot of even even tenured professors. Yeah. You can't, uh, it's not yours, you can't take it when you go anywhere else. Oh, no, you can't yeah,
2: if, intellectual property. Yeah, for, for,
0: for, yeah so, the so masters, I don't know about think,
1: Trey, and I wonder about that too.
0: Yeah, no, for the for a I'm master's, sure. pretty much in, in, in writing anywhere, um, like I think. You know, as as you're working on it, maybe, may, like maybe not. Like I don't see how you, I, I don't think you could get it published and then have it be your thesis. Is my point? No, no, but like, could, could could you oh, have, I, but ha, could you
1: have it be? No, I'm saying could you have it be your thesis and then publish?
0: Oh yeah, it's it's yours all the rights. Yeah, I would say in the in the arts right like yeah. if you're a composition student it's your be. You just, student, have, to be, you just have to be careful you have to be okay, careful very not different. To, Are you saying if you discover right, a new molecule? You have molecule? to be careful not to publish it before. Yeah. Like you you have to make it private to the university. What
2: Kara is saying is, is if if a student in their so PhD thesis discovers a new like molecular behavior between so whatever then then that Intellectual property—that knowledge that they figured out, that groundbreaking whatever science thing—is not owned by them, which sucks. Because if they'd done that in their basement, then they could have fucking
1: yeah. If they they couldn't say that yes, but they got you by the balls. uh, Oh really, Joe? Really? Big they, time. Couldn't, they couldn't patent that but because they did a...
3: it's funny because what you, you started with a question yeah of, no in the in the art in the arts you, you own you own that that's really that's really you interesting graduated. you started for the sure. question care yeah, of, for sure um, what, what did you say is uh has is it, worth it has anybody's thesis gone on to be like a published Pulitzer winning work like something so, something
1: completely novel and, or, and. and
3: then you said or something famous. to that degree which I think is funny because I always thought like degree meant like you are proficient to a certain degree in this field an amount and of something we're vouching that like this guy knows enough about math that we can say he has a degree because you know the guy we sent you that we taught about you know physics or, oh, that's the or idea, philosophy which yeah. right. at a certain it's degree a minimum in that competency field. guarantee but so by degree. definition well, you would hope that the college collegiate level would be below the professional like level Right. Well, that's what that a lot of people bad. do when
0: they're trying to publish. They'll mention that, like, oh, I studied creative writing at this, like, you right. know, well-known creative writing. I feel how school. Do, you, how like, do
1: you study? Mm, sorry, that, that's my dick coming out. How do you study creative writing? Figuratively. How do well, you? Stu- how do you, you also, study or,
0: creative writing? You study it like art. anything else. What do you mean? You study it like anything else? So, Carrie, you're, you, you're you're. Um, you look at works, you analyze them, you emulate them, you learn the rules, you learn the effects of the rules. yeah, but, you like yeah, learn but why, but, why okay, but have an effect but on, on other But on the flip humans. side, aren't
1: people who yeah. have no uh, studious knowledge of that occasionally and or most of the time as or more effective than people who do? Histori- uh, histor- uh, well, historically.
2: Are you saying like non-experts well, in a field... Yes. Come in and like, then they, they they become like the most popular artist or this or that without formal education.
1: Yeah, I would also argue the same sometimes <coughs> with, with um arts with math and math and science.
2: Well, so I think you're talking about the difference between. Excellence, which is just like normal people becoming really good at something, and genius, which is like a side category, which says I'm looking at things a totally new way, and they just barrel a new path through whatever field they're in. No, I think I think think she's saying like this is a legit. I think she's saying,
0: Kara, you are you saying like with writing like you know, there's a ton of writers, especially up until recently, like more and more, yeah. this is the case. No, not even historically, like going back to like, up until like, probably like 15, 20 years ago, like famous writers, like they didn't, they didn't get a, a master's in creative writing. Like they just sort of like, Kurt Vonnegut didn't go to school for J.K. writing. Raleigh, he was like,
1: um, you know, I, I don't know about Stephanie. I mean, I'm, I'm trying. She
3: wrote Harry Potter. That's any discipline. Most people who are the well, best. Well, a though. By that, yeah. I know,
1: I know it's, I know. It's. Um. I wanna use the word pejorative, but I don't ask Joe exactly if I'm using that word correctly because I don't think that I am.
2: I use it all the time for describing a trumpet sound that is is standing out in a negative way.
1: Yeah. Um I, I yeah. Okay, so so yeah, so so I don't mean to to describe yeah. Um but I think that those are some of the more recent big novels that have or are or, or popular authors that have come out. And I, I don't know to all of them, but...
3: Well, to be fair, though, education in this country is shit, so the average reader is getting shittier. Take your so rallies from the UK. The average uh, in the West. student in the West is getting shittier. I saved you, Johnny. Go on. Show, keep going. Honestly. Keep going. Uh, but and so, of course, they're, they're, what they demand, the quality of what they demand is going to get shittier, too, right? So you can argue but, that Tolkien was a lot better just in terms of yeah. structure and content which is everything, okay. Then JK. But there is a lot works. that
0: you, you get, yeah, that you can get in a program like that, like in a, you know, a program like mine where we studied, you know, we studied like creative writing, like all sorts of writing, like uh, like journalistic writing, like all these different iterations. And you, you kind of, um, but you also learn, like I, I took a class on like, you know, teaching college composition and like that teaches you a lot about like, well, why do I think the way I think You know about how I interpret things and how I put that out to the world so like that helped my writing certainly in like its own way through that aspect so I mean there are opportunities that you get that you wouldn't necessarily get otherwise that I think are helpful and are valuable but again that's why like I like my program is because it was affordable too compared to a lot of other graduate programs like and and it felt like while I was there like I was getting the value out of it like what what I was paying for it I was actually happy with I was like yeah this seems fair For like the amount of experience I feel like I'm getting and the opportunities I'm getting, I'm like that's reasonable. If it had been like a school where it was like twenty thousand dollars a semester, I probably would have felt much differently about what I was getting. Yeah, so there is a value
2: to price uh, uh, ratio that you calculate for sure. Yeah, and let me just uh, back up the the arts a little bit too and say it's it's more about full immersion. Um, Art is something that that you're just constantly. In, in you know, immersed in and then interpreting and then hearing other people's interpretations yeah. and then new,
0: I think that's underrated in art, too, like for example, like just to use art, a very yeah.
2: hyper specific example from my world, like if you listen to trumpet players from the 1950s, they play totally different than trumpet players now, and part of that is just the cigarettes. funny workings to and fro that culture yeah. makes, but a lot of that. Intellectual work. Of
3: Uranium like, power trumpets are the wave of the future.
1: <laughs> Wait, is that <laughs> like They the valves,
3: they glow in the dark, so you can always find your trumpet. No matter how dim the gig, <laughs>
1: they,
3: cause, they, they, cause, had, face they, melting, they cause face melting, hand melting, face crouch melting, cancer. and brain melting. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but they probably had a community, too, where, like, that's what you get, to in a graduate pro- – like, my well, graduate writing program. Like, there was a lot of interesting ideas and perspectives that people had where, like, just, like, living like I normally did at my normal job, I might have not exactly. it been exposed it's, to that. Or is it, like, hairstyles
1: in, org- in that, like, there's, there's a popular yeah. – like, like, think about well, the, the mid Atlantic like accent. There's always
2: a difference between popular music and art music, and what you study at the university is, is, here is to mostly stay. art that music, unless in. you're studying pop music from an art music like perspective. So it's not just the to and fro of like, oh, like moms in the '80s wore high jeans, and then or I, nice. I don't, I don't remember the the exact timing of the mom jean. like you know that like big mom jean like craze that happened. Can you say, Mom, Gene? Jean, Jean, <laughs> so time? it's like more thought out. It's it's more it's more involved. Like the way things change is like um, you know, and this is true for every instrument, uh, every every musician for their instrument, they could tell you a specific way that when they listen to old players, this is what they hear, this is what they value. But then when you listen to players today, um. For a lot of it, it's like a cleaner sound, like for trumpets specifically. Like there was a type of gritty sound that had a sort of like an old, rusty fucking trumpet, kind of visually, the way it would look, that kind of sound. And that's just not in anymore. You can't really get away with that. You have to just have a clear, perfect sound on everything. And then from there, interpret things. So I think those things change, and universities are helpful for that. Like there are trumpet studios and universities across America where it's not just one-on-one learning it's like they the trumpet studio meets every week and has like an eight person the ninth person person being the professor and they just geek out on music and trumpet and sound and each person plays and they there's a healthy critique and there's like a very just like collegial hmm um you know evolution of ideas through that it's it's just a i think it's a thing that might not exist without a university
3: it's pronounced cottage chisel
1: interesting so so luke could i just have a maybe like a truncated flash round yes or no do you feel pressure to get a phd or a a doctor of musical arts
2: um i would say i feel some because like if some of the job prospects i look at involve like applying to university jobs like then you know in the music world you either have to be a very well-established performer and be well known or have a doctor of musical arts
1: so joe
0: yes yes or no do you feel pressure yeah it's this and it's for the same reasons exactly except when you say performance for us it's publishing
1: oh okay if you you can point to
0: a bunch of published things well Right. Yeah, which is an issue because that's like that's a whole different skill set to be able to like query people and like research that, and um, they'll they'll tell you. I've had agents like when I submit stuff to like tell me like. Yeah, no, I liked your stuff, but like, it's not right for this market or you know my market or blah 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 blah. And it's like, oh, so it's actually like really good. It's just like, like for whoever you're selling through, whatever vendors, like you don't think you can like make your profit margin. That chicken's
3: great, but we're we're getting the smoothies right now, so we don't want to buy. Yeah, exactly.
1: Johnny jokes aside, do you, Johnny, do you feel pressure to get either a certificate or a higher degree in your field?
3: Uh, in general i i always have I, I i mean
1: is that personal or is that from from people in your field
3: it's personal oh it's personal i don't really think i have a field <laughs> i you know um i think it's 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 that personal i was talking about that 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 hang up I have from not finishing. Uh, that inferiority complex Okay, I have so, from so not I'm I'm
1: specifically college. saying from the outside. And that's I think yeah. that we got that from both Luke and Joe. Cuz I so don't f- want to, but I think I
3: don't want to, but I feel like I should. Okay. I so I would say to. then you feel some if then you yes. feel like you should, you feel oh, at least yeah,
1: yeah, a little yeah, bit. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think that's not an isolated vibe too. Which, I think that's a lot of people. Well,
1: and I think I think that, that goes for all four of us then because I I feel uh, personally, I would say intense pressure to get a doctorate yeah. philosophy on top of the residency that I'm completing right now if I want to even apply for certain jobs. Um, but thinking about what we all do now, I think, I think that I wonder if you would all agree with me that, you know, given what we all do, all four of us in our own fields, if we just either studied with a mentor or a few mentors – Um,
2: Which, by the way, I've been doing that the past two, three years. I've been doing my own independent like Bach Baroque trumpet study and taking my own lessons out of pocket. It's way cheaper than if I had done a doctorate with that as the focus. The main difference is... I won't have a piece of paper to prove it. I could have just been jerking off well, in my
3: frog onesie. it's performance-based, onesie, you can, you you know?
1: can just yeah. play
2: the music and talk. I don't have a frog it. onesie.
1: Well, And you and you won't have to do... Yeah. Yeah. Please like, share. Not,
0: share. not, not without a PhD. <laughs> go, whoever,
1: exactly. I need a PhD if to
0: if get my the,
3: onesie. The, tw- the $10 donation, <laughs> um, after three months, you will get a personalized uh, music video of Luke. Music performing <laughs> video. I thought you were going original... to say photograph, but no, you no, went to music, music video. Music video performing an original piece in a frog onesie. Uh, so please like, share. If and subscribe. you ever get your
0: your doctorate, Luke, you should walk, not cap and gown, but frog onesie. <laughs> just fuck it. You you will go YouTube viral so quickly. Uh,
2: all right, I Let might have back. a frog onesie for the first time we go video for sure, or for the ghost porn it's for the podcast. So I have an idea. Um, <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to just like get into it since we just hit the two hour mark. I'll just say quickly that the thing, I, the other angle I wanted to take on this was like the the sort of quote-unquote that, that's, sjw
1: another that's episode sjw
2: man. on campus thing it is a, so it i was thinking uh, johnny we should just have another beer joe if or if you i know carrie you have work but yeah, let's it. just do like 20 minutes of drunk tank on that um on yeah no luke luke because so like i, what I do feel
0: you think of sjw on <laughs> campus go um lightning
2: round it's, so it's a complex question so i hate working through it in like the very careful way i'd rather like the have another beer No, away. say how you say how I'll you feel. I'll give the this quick a preview just look. now which is um <laughs> um uh, I'm trying to I, incriminate. anti. So hard. So cool. I encourage that, you it. I'll put this in the links. There's a cool uh 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 collection of intellectuals I follow called the Heterodox Academy and the concept is when you think of the word orthodoxy Straight
3: doctors?
2: you think of um, a word that has like a cult-like religious meaning and and orthodoxy means like a a group of people that are are just so aligned in their ideas that there's not diversity of viewpoint it's 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 all regressing to one viewpoint, whereas heterodoxy would be the idea that complex problems need uh, view not just diversity, which is what the left, of course, is the voice for diversity of people and and um, and and just all. Ways of so. life on campus, but diversity of viewpoint and a lot of people and really smart people. That of course I can't get my finger on the pulse of the entire university system in America, but a lot of smart people that I follow online, voices like Brett Weinstein, Eric Weinstein, Jonathan Haidt, like these are like really public oh, intellectuals, and and they really talk about just this. This almost virus that's moving through the intellectual life of of people, especially on college campuses, which is that viewpoint diversity is bad. And it's like just for me, the most exciting part about about um, moving past my education and then reflecting back on it was to realize like how much better I could do it now. Um, that I kind of value that forest for the trees thing, that like learning how to think, learning that, you know, when you learn how to think, you do like the those platonic dialogues where you, you yourself become two different people and you have a conversation with the alternate version. It's like, well, I think blah, blah, blah. It's like, well, one might reply to me, blah, blah, blah. And then I might reply, blah. And you work through a thought in a very graceful way where you're never too grounded in one viewpoint and And confirmation bias doesn't cloud your judgment, but that you can actually, like, have an honest, intellectual um, search for the truth. So you're not searching to be right, you're not—your mission isn't to be right or to win, which encourages, you know, orthodoxy. But if your mission is the true mission of a university, which is to seek the truth— then you have to seek the truth with viewpoint diversity to keep that balance, so you don't just like you know freak out into like a crazy cult that just murders everyone.
1: So the Royal Society of London would have called that being a polymath.:
2: Yeah, the term polymath is like what describes people like Brett and Eric Weinstein. they're just like they're they're deep thinkers in their specific field, but they're also just very flexible minds that seem to be able to. Think deeply in, in other ways. So. They're able
3: to traverse other disciplines.
2: Yeah, and 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 well, without without um, cutting yeah, or r- the wrong corners. Like the they, the colloquial
1: mm. term would be a jack of all trades, but master of none.
2: Yeah, but That's they're master like of some, jack
3: of a lot. Yeah, these guys are above.
1: Yeah, that. we we jack a lot.
3: Um. In this so podcast. yeah, my mom always <laughs> told me that. Because I always had a lot of hobbies that I never followed through on for very long, but I would always too, want to do another thing. So He's pointing with a knife while he I'm, says I've, I've also been whittling for the last ten minutes because <laughs> I can't do just one thing at once. So I just and started I- quietly whittling because <laughs> I feel like a dumb idiot talking to all the fancy college folk. So I just started fiddling with my hands because I get uncomfortable. College yeah. folk.
0: Well, you know, all oh, you it's learned funny you say book that. folk. It's funny. It's funny you say that, though, because there's one thing that I meant to mention.
2: Oh, my oh, God. You dick. What oh, a fucking asshole. Well, I knew that was coming. I've I never figured we were going to give it to him because he was sick. Like, oh, I didn't know dude, we were on the sick. same page with that. I thought he was... I was
1: so invested.
2: Honestly, I was looking at Johnny Whittling, and then I was like, all right, Joe's saying something, and I casually looked over. I hadn't been watching him. We uh, we have a hang-up game, if, if you've I never... Know. Um, I, I, I'd like to imagine at least every episode one new person's hearing. That's a um, nice thought. Listen that's a nice to the
1: other thought. ones, assholes. Come on, uh, get on your game. So well, don't, Yeah, don't bore the ones that keep listening. So Joe won. Um... Jesus he won so- I've always every time I've been on before I've always been on the winning side so this is my first time losing it and feel. it's fucking sore I'm, he's such an asshole man well, I, he so got we, us we so lost good. very
2: honestly because we weren't suspecting it if if Johnny had had his finger on the hang up and we
3: were also like just about to go it would be like oh whatever it could have gone well, either way I knew it was we were gonna lose when Luke said well we'll just hang up after I make this one point and Joe was like okay
1: but you know what <laughs> yeah. Joe, Joe schooled us because he's the professor get it
3: yeah he deserved to win this one. Oh, like get that sound on there.
1: Oh, that's mm, our dog mm, licking mm, the microphone, guys. Mm. Um,
3: it's <laughs> a really probably gross sound in your headphones. But yeah, sorry. <laughs> he's a cute dog. But I right. thought
1: I, I thought that was a pretty decent pun. Um,
2: that was pretty good. Any last thoughts on on higher ed? Like that can be Captain.
1: It needs it needs further a it needs further evaluation and b get rid of Betsy DeVos. I hope what we did
2: is is just to sort of talk around it a little bit. It's like anything. It's a really complicated problem. Um, The fact that costs of tuition have gone up by like, what was it, 7% every year for the past like 30 years. That's like so insane. It's way more than the inflation. Like it's not just an inflation thing. Um,
3: So there's definitely a a problem there. But It would be like if a Pepsi cost $18 now. And you're like, (laughs) I started drinking Pepsis in the 90s. It wasn't this much. That would
1: stop some atherosclerosis. Actually, that would work.
3: That would work. Um,
1: Diabetes.
3: Well, you don't need Pepsi to pay to to get a job to pay your rent for most people, unless you work for them. But uh, so that's not a great example. That's true. Um, no, right. I think we fucked up. He won fair and scare- square. I was literally and whittling and fiddling over here uh, when the smart, learned bookman, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, bamboozled my rubass. So I got to give it to Joe.
1: And I'm just drunk.
3: I do feel like uh, with the three of us on one. We were the unruly class of drunks, and Joe oh, was the I'm teacher sad. trying to keep us. Yeah, up when, trying, when I think he did pretty good. <laughs> when it was just you two and me, I
2: almost won on the hang up game because like you two didn't quite have enough distraction. So you're like, oh look, Luke's on the TV. But this time we were like, oh look, there's Kara. Oh, there's a dog. Oh, there's yeah, a Johnny. And Joe was like,
3: boom. He's in the zone. He's. Pho- I knew we didn't have a chance against him. He's Either, also I, sick I'm so and tired, far away. Sure. He, he, you know, uh, it's, yeah, he, he had us.
1: Wait. So Skype. So here's something to discuss quickly. Skype is asking us, how would you rate the quality of this call? I would say pretty good. Yeah, but yeah, but like emotionally, with that hang up. I feel like I want to give it a bit rating. I feel like rating. if we
2: give the Skype algorithm one stars for a hang-up game on our podcast, it's just going to confuse it. It'll look at the data from this call and be like, oh, it
3: looks like the audio is clear, no, the picture was clear. like fuck those
1: robots, man.
3: <laughs> you want to just fuck with I, the robots and one, give it a one star? No, I for, welcome, I for one welcome our new robot lo- lords. Uh, that,
1: that's where Johnny and like, I differ. don't want
3: to robots. I don't want to upset them.
1: Ooh, no, seriously, there's so many robots. Like, share, subscribe.
2: Um, and Joe, uh, go fuck yourself. You did win. But uh, next yeah. time we'll be on the same team again. So yeah, why
3: don't I, not, now? With this uh, will lead into Joe's fucking poem or whatever he has ready for <laughs> <Yeah>. us. <laughs> to, I bet
2: what you're shame about to hear. Us. Oh, I know what you're about to hear because he'll get the last word, shit. right? So yeah. you're about to hear Joe. He'll be like, Oh uh, yeah, um, they totally didn't see that coming. Um, I'm gonna go <laughs> write a book
3: and uh, pick up garbage on the beach. Uh, <laughs> Is that? I nail it. That's it. Those are his two character traits. <laughs> <laughs> you got burned, Joe. You just got roasted. <laughs> you garbage collecting so I, writer. So I really hope he mentions of. books. He's definitely going to mention books and beaches in his Oh, state. he might so plug... You, you wait, him. he
1: might not. Let's plug his books. Look him up on fucking Amazon, man. He's got, he's got at least three... Ooh. Well,
3: let's let's we'll plug his class selection. This is the education episode. He'll get his books plugged during the writing episode. All right. But do you think he could have like written those books without it. his education? Ooh. Oh wait, no.
2: We just spent the whole episode realizing <laughs> we don't have a good answer for that. <laughs> if that's actually
3: a classic, you paper know, I you think write. next time uh, we need someone here to help, like distribute it was, resources. It was and really, really almost really administer. The you know the how, the organizational and the it is the, a lot of workload. Re- should we hire another person? We should probably hire somebody to to manage our jobs. And for we should get us. some interns. They that should pay us make to learn. more than we all make, though.
1: Let's let's make them grade the assignments, though. And but we're not going to pay them for it. Yeah, this. we'll make They're the people interns.
3: under us do yeah. all the work. And
2: we'll I mean, blame. they'll
1: pay
3: us to to
2: do work for us. But, but we know it's more for than them, learning. so it, yeah, yeah,
1: it it works.
2: And it's it not it, there's no abuse that could possibly enter into that kind of you know. Let's call it a teacher assistant. We're like the teachers, they're the but it's for them.
1: Undergrads are really hot.
3: <laughs>
2: All right. And that's the end of that's the episode, it, I think.
3: Good, uh, good stuff. <laughs> Peace good stuff. out. Peace.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to do an evil laugh because I, I defeated them in the hang-up game. So if you're joining us for the first time, I don't know how you made it this long. Um, I've been, I've been hanging in there despite being sick, but the whiskey has helped. Um, but yeah, we do this, this hang up game and, uh, yeah, I beat them. It was three against one. So I'm pretty impressed. They're probably complaining right now about how, uh, they think I cheated or, um, they're just, you know trying to cover for how much better I am at this than they are. So I understand all their excuses, but you should just know that's that's what they are excuses. So you'll hear them first and then you'll hear me because I am, of course, victorious as normal. Um, yeah, so thanks for joining us. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I think we had some pretty interesting insights um, coming from different areas of higher education. We would love to hear what you guys think about higher education, what your experiences are, because as we talked about in the episode, you know, there's a lot of different ways that this breaks down for people uh, or for different different people, you know, based on their experiences. So it's, it's really hard to look at something as complex and complicated as, as higher education and narrow it down to one set of problems even, or, or you know, one thing in particular that's, that's wrong with it that should be fixed or could be fixed. Um, there's definitely issues, but again, there's definitely benefit um you know otherwise why would something like that exist so i i, I cuz i feel like we we definitely bash higher ed a lot in this episode which is kind of ironic being that i am a an employee of higher ed and and it's because there's there's great stuff there i mean that's something that we didn't get really to talk about probably as much as uh, we could have or would have liked to but this idea that i, I think a lot, there are a lot of people you know of course in education who who do it because they love it certainly um, and that sometimes gets overlooked by some of these other issues of, you know, the, the, the cost and the imbalance uh, in within these bureaucracies and that sort of thing. And, uh, I don't think that should be lost. Uh, I think that's something that definitely deserves a lot of value. So maybe that's something we can cover a little bit more in a, in a future episode, but yeah, we would uh, love to know what you guys think. So, you know, feel free whether here, um, on this episode, uh, in the comments, you know, share with us your comments. You can always check out the version of this on YouTube and leave comments. So whether again, that's ideas of your own experiences, your own, um, especially if they're different from what we've discussed or just ideas that you want to hear for upcoming episodes, you know, whether that's stuff that's related to what we've talked about so far or otherwise, please comment. As I always say, like share and subscribe That's, it's getting easier to say, but I still, I still just have to say it. So, um, yeah, thanks a lot for joining us and, uh, we'll see you guys next time. Take care. Bye-bye.